0: When it's time for lunch, you can pick up a spoon or grab your fog body and dig into a noona. It's a noona with Dan and Marty. If you've never had a noona, well, there's no of way. Just bend over at the middle in the middle of the day. It's a noona. It's a noona with Marty and Dan.
1: Oh, good morning and welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show Tuesday Left Coast Edition. A very special edition. We have... In studio, if you weren't already tipped off by that, the lilting tones of Brad Stark from San Francisco, uh, that's a callback to the nooner days. And speaking of nooner days, we have in Dan Etheridge, Daniel Derrickson Etheridge. Welcome back to your show.
2: It's nooner with Marty and Dan, and it is nooner with Marty and Dan. It's this is this is like the old days because. Uh, hi, everybody! It's Dan Ethridge. I'm uh, back after a very long hiatus to rejoin my old pal Marty. You, uh, we have so much to talk about, and catch up on. What's um, interesting is that on the day that I return, everyone else just doesn't show up.
1: Haven't uh, heard hide nor hair from either Emily or Kruger to be and fair,
2: Bill did say that he booked Bill, a gig. He's, Congratulations! He's working on a commercial to today,
1: so that's a great, great thing, and that means that he can continue to come back.
2: Uh, yes, and uh, otherwise uh, we're looking at two empty chairs. It's like Les Misérables: empty it's chairs like little, and like, empty tables. It's like the
1: Republican National Convention. Uh, I hope they are bleeding in the streets. Um, All right. So, it, by the way, my name is Marty, and uh, welcome to the show. If you happen to be s- somehow why, somehow trolling the Smodcast airwaves and wonder who the <laughs> fuck we are, we are just two We're guys,
0: two guys just trying to find trying to meaning in, this in Hollywood world
2: and trying to make out with each other in Hollywood. Oh, uh, <coughs> trying. Um, and so, we Marty and I started this show. Uh, I started this show with Marty. In uh It was about three years ago. It's
1: been three years. Three it years. I started, remember, in June, June Gloom. That's right, June Gloom. By and the way, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Today. It's pristine. It's
2: gorgeous. I feel like it, this feels like NPR. It's gorgeous. Oh, it, says, it is gorgeous outside, isn't it? its is, But it is June 3rd. June Gloom is not set in. We are having – these are the spectacular days of June, and it was three years ago, I believe you're right, to this month that Marty and I started Nooner Dan Marty, which was at noon on Fridays, on uh, just when Kevin was starting the Smodcast Empire, and uh, since then, uh, is it
1: still an empire? Would you say?
2: Um, well, I mean, you know, Britain still has an empire. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I, do, I haven't talked to Kevin in a while, but he, uh, but I've been, but I've been watching. Uh, I mean, look, I, I see his tweets. He's taken a couple of the key podcasts, and they've become insanely popular. Um, well, look who came. So you're not bleeding in the streets. <laughs> Emily's here So
1: Emily's here So I have to get the short the, the yeah, I'll
2: keep catching stuff. them up on the history So we did the show for a couple of years And then uh, I, last year I've had to take a big hiatus And uh, Marty's had some spectacular folks come in That you all have been listening to every week uh, Emily and Bill and uh, what's it? the Kruger? Yep, fuck what Kruger, um, who didn't even bother to say whether he was coming today or not. Um, so
0: to be fair, I didn't
2: either. <laughs> yeah, yep. well, to no, be fair, we already but took it Dan, a task. When Dan said for that. he was
3: coming, I thought it was as good as it could just as good as it, The it
2: show was, could run
1: itself, or you, you were yeah. going to be there. Here, so my first question is, Marty, do do you still call it Nooner Dan, Marty? By the way, Nooter? if you want to join in on the conversation, you can tweet in at @noonerdanmarty and you can email us at the mail sack at com. I think if you still tweet noonerdanmarty, then officially the show is still Nooner with Dan and Marty, but nope. it's in the way that it's and on the late show. If you want show to follow if... the Tumblr, that's, no. that's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. So we have, Ugh, that's a long name. Uh, well, yeah, that's maintained uh, by Tyson and, Oh, thanks yes. Tyson. Yes. And uh Darren Husted yes. in Wolf Amsterdam. That's a Darren Governor Darren Husted Nope. No. Not even close. Go, Darren, good darn,
2: Ousted. Darren Oosted.
1: This is Darren Oosted in Wolfhampstead. This is it Kavla. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, just Darren, just let us know that we started on June 14th, 2015. 2011. Keeper of the stats. Yes, the corrector, the great corrector. The so, great corrector. For those, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted you know, I start off every show just with a little tidbit in the news, and I thought it would be great because to include Dan on this, because Dan... Is here. Is here. I'm here. And was an American <laughs> Studies major. That's correct, Marty You.
3: So, I
2: can't
1: live.
2: I can't live. It. I just, I've been feeling Nilsen all morning. So...
1: President Obama, <laughs> <laughs> he delivered a, um, the commencement address at West Point. Are you familiar with this, Dan? Uh, Obama, address, or West Point? Yes, all three. Yes. And he said, I believe in American exceptionalism with every fiber of my being, but what makes us exceptional is not our ability to flout international norms and the rule of law, it's our willingness to affirm them through our uh, our actions. And that's why he's pushing for the closing of Gitmo and trying to figure it. Sure. sure. My question to you is: What is American exceptionalism? My question back at you, answering in the form of a question: Is what's going on with your lip? No,
2: it's just a little split. Just a little split. Well, How did you split it? Got in a bar fight? You did not, <laughs> did you? What happened? But you, it's got a, like a. It does look like you hit it or you split it. Did the dog do that? No, it's just it's dry. It's dry. You, dry cracked. Mm-hmm. Were you in the den? I just want to know what happened to your lip. I'm concerned about it. I haven't this seen not, you in a little while. This is
1: not good, good podcasting. So I think this is great podcasting, people. And are, we just saw each other last week. You did not have a split I lip didn't, last I week. Didn't have a split. Oh, well, it was low light.
2: And had I noticed it, then I would have asked. I was sitting right next to you. I was sitting what? like two, six okay. inches away.
1: So, what?
3: I, Where were brought we? to you by Carmex. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, no, well, but is it all right? Is, is, it, is it healing? What is that, what is
1: that weird thing on your
3: Face, like a, <laughs> it's
2: just
1: my face.
2: It's just... Oh, my I, God. What get, happened? I'm getting older. You used to be
1: so taut
2: and I'm getting older. Lean. I'm getting older. I'm sorry. Just a couple lines. These are literally... It's almost... That conversation was literally almost verbatim from Senior Singles in a Party Down. Uh, when uh, uh, Constance says to uh, Ed Begley, what happened to your face? So both Marty and Emily just went to the coffee have kitchen... <laughs> So I'm I'm just uh, I'm just what do you mean what is what where are these Marty's rules of podcasting about what's good podcasting on I'm sitting here I'm trying to I'm concerned about your lip we're about to tackle American exceptionalism which is a big fucking deal and suddenly you two get up and go and you walk into the kitchen to get coffee I I say what's not good podcasting is I'm I'm talking about your lips and exceptionalism your exceptional lips. And then you two just get up and walk away from the podcasting table. All right. Here's my thoughts on American exceptionalism since you're coming back. Well, it's the, it's the notion that somehow born of our democratic ideals that uh, because we're a country forged by a, a democratic political philosophy as opposed to, say, a tribal one or we're French because we're French. That we have an a, an exceptional nature. We 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 have a we have a different thing going on. We're than, better
3: than everybody else.
2: Well, uh, that would be the that would be the the critical point of view yeah. from from someone wanting to what ding
1: that de Tocqueville meant you know intended when Well, I can't get into the head of
2: Mister de Tocqueville, and if I could, I'm sure it would be filled with bonbons and mutton. <laughs> that would
1: be Monsieur de Tocqueville. Monsieur de Tocqueville. So do you think that still holds true that we are an exceptional nation?
2: Um, I think it can be aspirational, provided it doesn't stimulate arrogance. And that can be the problem with anybody proclaiming themselves exceptional, don't you think? Mm I
0: do.
2: Although I sometimes think I am exceptional. It
1: should be called American (laughs) uniqueness, right? Um, Because when you say that you're exceptional, that... that well n- except
2: that uh uh except that we, we I-, I think that that harkens to i mean i 'm having to like talk at things i don 't necessarily believe in, but like uh there are there are some folks for whom the point is saying that it is in fact exceptional in both meanings of the word it is a leap in human history to have gone from uh Feudalism and you know a, a, a parliamentary monarchy or what have you to to democracy, and that leap is exceptional in both senses of both being unique and better um but then those of us who are worried about things like arrogance and the uh the downsides of Delusionalism? patriotism and nationalism <laughs> yes uh, and it can be so so you know both sides of the coin there um, but yeah, that's why I think exceptionalism has been the word that uh, has been settled on who you, who are you texting?
1: Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? You're like a (laughs) child. Like, "Eh, eh, eh,
2: squirrel. eh." I just feel attacked, Marty. I mean, back here on podcasting, and if my
1: form's a little rusty, my mood's good, and and I'm worried about your health. I was texting Will Wilkins, who texted me, may want to lower the volume on some of the kids, especially Dan's. That's because I'm, like, right in. And I said, no, you should be right there. But, oh, okay. um, but, and I said, that's the story of my life with Dan.
0: <laughs> I can't live.
2: Yeah, somebody else texted and move, move away from the mic so loud.
1: I turned you down. That so. was my, that, that's, no, no, I the, turned that's you my down. review
2: so far. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't, do too
2: loud. Story of my life. I can't live. And it's like Nielsen after he blew out his cords doing Coke with John Lennon.
1: What was I can't the live anymore. Um, whether whether we, there's still validity to to aspire to American exceptionalism, and it, I mean, also like, do those things still hold? Then are we still exceptional? Like, it, it turns out. I mean, it feels like aspirationally. I think I addressed that portion of your question. Yeah. Well, but no. But are we like? I mean, we're the number one military, but we're you know the Chinese. That's nothing are, to brag about. This, yeah, we're still <laughs> the number one economy, and we're isolated from Europe and Asia. So there's that. for... Us.
2: Uh, I I mean I think that you see no matter what way you, you play it you get something. Wrong. If you if you if you, you ch- deny the exceptionalism then you are being negative about the qualities of American democracy which still retain you know positive aspects and aspirationally positive aspects. But if you dwell on it then you are potentially papering over uh, the problems that we have. Uh, so I think you'd have to acknowledge both. Uh, You'd have to acknowledge both at once if you were a thinking individual instead of just dogmatically saying one is correct. Right. You know, one is the only way to go, I think. But what does Emily think?
3: I think in that little speech that uh, he gave in his address Mm -hmm. when he uh, acknowledged that, like, what was it he said? He said, um, in that that little thing you read there, he said, uh, American exceptionalism is not about... uh,
1: Flouting international norms international and the norms. rule of law.
3: Right. I like how he addressed that because he brought in, I think, maybe the main concern of, of American exceptionalism, which which makes me nervous right. at times. Right, that we
1: can go and, and do drone and, strikes into countries that we're not in And at deny
3: the UN and, and, right.
1: Right. And, and
3: basically behave kind of like bullies.
1: Walk out on the Kyoto Protocol Treaty, whatever.
3: Yeah, right. no,
2: I'm sure you could list a million bad things that we did. Well, but
1: you could also list a million good things that we did. Well, interestingly, the world
2: values… I just
3: think he made a very uh, balanced
1: Yes, comment. I think… Right. Yeah, and I think, and I think one of um, uh, one of these pundits, uh, Tom uh, Hartman, was saying that. In saying that, he was sort of reframing what American exceptionalism is. You know, it's not some arrogant stance. It right. is actual uh, what you were saying, a more aspirational thing. But uh, the World Value Survey just released a poll last month where they polled eighty thousand respondents in fifty six countries. The WVS. Yeah, yeah, you know, the,
2: yep. okay. good. W- good. Time yeah, good, for the W, a- the Marty and Dan's annual WBS report. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: Go. <And> Marty, we, <laughs> we've we do? done this. This is third year running. Yeah, third we're doing year running. running. Yeah. Every year it's a smash. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> welcome <laughs> to it. I don't know if you were here last June when we did this. It just killed. <laughs> just killed. So there. I
3: remember there was a parade.
1: Yeah, there was. <laughs> the Post, um, Washington Post. They they posted uh, eight eight of the questions. And one was like, do you trust your family members completely? And Hold in, on,
3: what is this?
1: The oh, World mean, Values
3: World Values the WVS.
1: So it's just, a, it's just about values. You did know, they, this last they,
2: year and every right, year. Yeah. Yeah. June. No, 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 no. Were you not I just, here?
3: I was blinded by the parade. <sighs> <sighs> I mean,
1: oh. so 100% of Egyptians trust their families completely. And huh. then only 69% of Americans do. Um, in terms of priority of where work is as a priority, um... You know, they were asked, is work very important in their lives? And in Ghana, it was the top. It was in the 90s. In the US, we're almost at the bottom. Uh, we're like a 38%. Really?
2: Well, work is a value. And yeah. like, that's really, I would not have. We're way. Well, we're no, we're maybe fourth from a the bottom out value, of the I do countries. feel like as a country, I was reading this article the other day that we like are like vastly overworked and and therefore. Perhaps we're over less it. productive, right? Right. We could the, like the focus by, like, is being on made productivity. Fourteen hours a day, right. We're worn down and like in you, you're
1: not allowed to work. Yeah,
2: and I mean maybe France has gone too far it. the other way, but there feels like there's this happy <laughs> medium where people sort of yeah, <laughs>
3: they fucking and, got it.
2: And it's you know about like how our emails continue on. It's the I mean you know like there seems to be you almost like
3: you're never always off. on work. Yeah. You're
2: never off. You work incredibly long hours with very little safety net or. Less than one, and
3: yeah, and you could get fired in an instant.
2: Yeah, and the end result is that you actually like, become less productive because you're less to deta- you, you detach yourself from work in other ways because you're 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 extremely fatigued. You're sure insecure. You're all these things. Yeah, and
1: also just the, the fact that our wages are so low here. Like you're right. working really hard for very low wages, so it just be- becomes drudgery as well. You know? Right, and
2: um, like, I think France is probably taking it too far the other way. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like they're. Sorry. surely there must be a happy <laughs> medium so it at first when you said that about the 30% i thought oh wait that but then i realized yeah that actually speaks a little bit to it i think like people are s- detaching so much from the drudgery that is work right. that they they place no value in it which is its own sinking whirlpool of you know customer service hell and productivity hell yeah. and those sort of um, that doesn't surprise me, but it's
1: depressing. And then the next question was, uh, as the WVS is every year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it kills, but it's a bummer. <laughs> is, is taxing the rich and subsidizing the poor essential to democracy? Uh, in Pakistan, fifty percent of people—that's at the top—say uh, yes. Fifty
3: percent is the highest percentage that
1: believe that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then at the bottom is the uh, second from the bottom is the United States, and we're like it's like six or seven percent. And what, how is it phrased again? Uh, is taxing the rich and subsidizing the poor essential to democracy? I mean, it's a weirdly phrased question.
2: Yeah, it seems like it's almost a loaded phrase. Right. Like, you you, no, could, you could subsidize has a right, right, right. freighted Right, if you said, mean. should
1: we take care of the poor That's right. um, through should th- should those... Should there be like a, so, a minimum safety net right. under which... should the, those who are fortunate help provide a safety net for those unfortunate. Hey,
2: man, they tried no safety net for the poor, and it was called Europe in the Middle Ages through all the revolutions of the previous century. How'd that work out? It didn't work out well for them, because if you have a teeming mass of poverty-stricken people with zero safety net whatsoever, uh, then eventually the have and have not is going to be a real problem for the stability of your country. I don't know why that's so hard for people to grasp. I because mean, I am that not means a, they can't
3: be greedy, Dan. What is wrong with you? Yeah. That means I have greed. to share. Greed
2: is
1: good. I don't want to share. You, Someone should put that on a shirt. It just
2: doesn't it seem like not to be like milk toast? But doesn't it seem like like it, we have these just competing ideologies? When in fact the answer is is right down the middle. Sometimes mm-hmm. not on you know maybe on moral issues, I suppose. But like in other words provide a reasonable safety net for folks and a reasonable you know standard of living under which you cannot fall and i'm not saying it has to be huge it will need to be subsidized to some degree by those making more on greater on the scale but I'm not saying to go socialism where right. you cut off at the knees the aspirations of those who want to make wealth. That generator is the thing that right. makes it. As well. And that's why we, so ha- it's a, we should it's a always combination
1: have combination system. But we should always have a, this discussion, you know, because conditions change and we it, it should be. Well, yeah, we
2: should always be fine tuning the line. But it right. seems like if there are discussions nowadays are not about fine tuning the line. It's about these: should we do it all one way or all the other? Now, because I'm biased, progressive slash Democrat. And in fact, I think there's some real have, truth to the fact that… you have that, data su- to support you. Well, also, I don't. I think that you'd have to acknowledge, and you may be on the other side of the argument here, which is fine. But you'd have to acknowledge that the argument in the last several years has been Republicans absolutely refuse to raise any revenue whatsoever, no matter what, under any circumstances. So that cuts off at the knees. Any talk of fine tuning the line is only. How much are we going to cut spending? Not whether there should be – there are ways to raise revenue. Maybe you only raise revenue one buck and you cut three. I mean I'm not saying it's an equal thing. But since they propose zero on that side and everything's cut spending, that's not a talk about finding the line. That's that's a talk about just one slavishness to one ideology.
3: Have you read there's this article – well, actually there are hundreds of articles on this. But it's this phenomenon where if you actually argue with facts and logic, you argue your point with somebody who has an opposing viewpoint – at the end of the discussion, their viewpoint will actually be stronger than if you had never had the discussion at all? I feel like that's what happens almost all the time in politics. People are just
1: irrational. Yeah. um, uh, Just a couple more of these. Uh, So the percent who say that they carry a gun, knife, or other weapon for security... Uh, here America and American exceptionalism shines through oh uh, yeah. yes we 're just we 're right behind Libya and lebanon we 're third wow. we 're third, and it 's like what like eighteen percent it does devilish wit count as a weapon only for you, Dan, because if so i 'm armed to the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the way you said that,
2: word, <laughs> Like it, the effete uh, Earl of something that's about to get mowed down by 9,000 religions. Earl of something.
1: Nice <laughs> oh, devilish wit. Throat slit. <laughs> Owls Must change the
0: wallpaper. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Anybody?
3: That wasn't his quote. Cool. I, I don't know what that was from. So you're what? trying to say either this wallpaper goes or I do. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I like. One I
0: like much. Late. Must change the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> Marty's Oscar Wilde butchered
2: <laughs> Shouldn't we maybe get a, a larger boat for fighting this shark? <laughs> A larger vessel? A more sizable I'm going to make dinghy? him an offer that he just really will not be able to turn down. Know, I'm at the bargaining I mean, table. I'm going to present he him. He will not be able to turn uh, this offer down irresistible. under any circumstances. Uh, and I don't care no matter what you say, Scarlet. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Marty you Marty on Cinema. Uh, that, wasn't that was not well, cinema. That was Oscar Wilde. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Americans are.
0: Change
1: the Change
0: the wallpaper. My wit not as devilish as I thought.
1: I'd been a tad
2: more devilish.
1: The percent saying that war is necessary to obtain justice under some conditions.
3: I <laughs> We haven't uh, caught up to you Marty. What? <laughs> uh
1: the percent saying war is necessary to a- obtain justice under 100 some per- I purposely went loud there. 100%. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: we're 70%. We're number 2 right behind Pakistan and then after that there's a huge jump to Egypt. Um, right
3: behind Pakistan. Pakistan is, is that, that what 80%? we want? Is that what we, is d- that our what new motto be. right same, behind Pakistan? Yeah,
1: exactly. Jeez. Oh,
0: God that's so, sick.
1: Yeah, so yeah, uh, it's an interesting survey and just I mean it just sort of also shows why uh, Americans are get really arrogant about this stuff and about American exceptionalism. Like, because you know we think war is an answer and we should carry guns and. Ugh.
2: Well, I, those two might be. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try the, to I think play they the voice I the Person who would argue with that? They, there is a there, There's a correlation, but I don't mm-hmm. know that it's. As direct as Marty just said. Sure. I
3: do. I think, yeah. I think we have – I think it's the macrocosm and the microcosm reflecting each other where we're mm-hmm, thinking that mm-hmm. because we believe in war, we believe that war has to be in our private lives, which means that we have to have weapons to do war. It's all a very martial ideology. Mm. Yeah, it's a martial it's a mindset. That's
1: a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Good so, contribution to the WVS,
0: which is fair bomb.
1: That's Dan's political minute. Um, Wait, we did a lot.
2: That was. Did uh, you yeah. see that? Bill. Is there a uh, what's what's Bill's last name? Uh, Twatterson. Uh, tw- 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 yes, Twatterson. Um, um t- took us to task on. He, he tweaked us on Twitter for the our political minute going on and on and on. But he's not even <laughs> listening, is he? Well, of course apparently, not, because he tweaked us on Twitter. Maybe he just does that
3: whenever he's not here. (laughs) He just looks at the clock and he's like, they're probably those assholes. (laughs) And and
1: we still are. (laughs) (laughs) So Dan, catch us up. Uh, Thank you, Will Wilkins.
2: I can't imagine why. Um, Okay. Catch us up on what? Uh, Are we done with the WVS? Yeah. Normally that goes like two or three hours. Uh, yeah. That was a quick one. Then we
1: just edited it for, for Bill's sake.
2: Edited for time.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we have a lot of, of other topics. Let me,
2: let me
1: check what I've got. <laughs> 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 <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Dan was attempting to do. Because
3: <laughs> it's going to take us a half hour to put the set back together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Dan does his Foley work. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. I just looked. Oh, up my
1: something. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine
2: why. Um, do you know what that is, Marty? No. What, Marty? You don't know what I can't imagine why is? No. Think. No. Because you're the whole reason that that is a that is a quote in our what would you call it our uh, our the Culture. Cloud, word
1: cloud of Dan and Marty our morning verse.
2: No. Remember what happened the time I called you and you happened to be sitting with George Gallo, writer uh, director right. of of Midnight Run, yeah. and you all were talking about Jaws, and you said, that's funny, my friend Dan, Jaws is his favorite movie, oh, right. and George that's... said, okay, if it's his favorite movie, quick, what's, what's the, last the last line, line of the movie, and without missing a beat, I said, I can't, can't imagine, imagine why. why, and George said, oh, all right, he is, he is a huge fan of Jaws. Yes. I, said, I got that, because I, I we should have made people, try, given people a moment to try and guess what that was, or what is the last line of Jaws, most people can't get to
3: This is a good question to ask anybody. What's your favorite movie? What's the last line? Yeah, yeah, because
2: that's right. Because you may not, unless it's something. Change the (laughs) wallpaper. Madness, madness. What's the last line? What's that from? Madness,
3: madness.
1: Network. Bridge on the River Kwai. Oh,
3: Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah, I thought I thought it was.
1: I thought it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, (laughs) it was just some guy going. Nailed it. Uh, so Dan, you yeah. have been hard at work on iZombie. and how did the 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 uh, great? So iZombie got picked up. Uh, we're going to be congratulations.
2: Uh, uh, is that uh, thank based you very
3: much. on a comic book?
2: It is on yeah. the graphic novel. You should right, know right, that. Yeah,
3: no, well, so that's why I asked. Actually,
2: a very cool graphic novel. Um, we the, With the girl in the lead, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, Rose McIver, um, who's a, a total delight. I feel like I've gone um, well, four for four now in the sense of like you know Kristen Bell and Veronica. Um, Lizzie and Jane and and Megan and party down. Anna Sophia and Carrie Diaries and now Rose in iZombie, like the leading ladies in the television show that is I've done have all been to a person awesome.
1: How is her American accent?
2: Rose is flawless. Um and she's a wonderful human being. I mean truly, I mean this isn't just Hollywood bullshit hour. It's uh she's awesome. And so I couldn't be more thrilled that I'm oh, gonna be no doing the show with her. No, 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 no. I just oh, think no, I think bullshit. if she was uh, not a good person or less not as good a person, I would just said Rose great and moved on you know I wouldn't right, have, right, right. I wouldn't have revealed
3: that on the show Expounding as if it's political hour yeah
2: exactly <laughs> that's right well WVS is taking me there um,
3: <laughs>
0: so
2: we're going to be we will start shooting uh, this late this summer we're a mid-season show so I, I think that means we'll be on in january i don't know that, you know we won't get a date on the c dub on
1: the c dub Nice. Well, congratulations, and, and you're and you're happy with the pilot. You happy?
2: Absolutely. Rob Thomas and Diane Rugiero, uh, who you know, both know have been him. on the show, and uh, Diane's been on a few times. Uh, they they uh, co-created the show, co-wrote the pilot. Rob directed it. It was a smash, and I'm very excited that that's going to uh, see the light today.
1: Um, well, that's great. And, and how do you like Vancouver? That's where you filmed. Vancouver's right?
2: a beautiful city. I, you know, we, we're it... working so hard on the pilot, and I tell you what, this was really tough on me personally because I. Dropped in the van- – I mean, I didn't drop in. I was there for prep, but I was going back and forth. Uh, we also were opening the Veronica Mars movie that month, so there was a lot going on. But as soon as I got back for the final week before we started shooting, for the, for the stretch of that and three weeks of shooting, three and a half weeks, whatever it was, I got um, a bronchitis. And I know who I got. I was you got a, a mammoth. bronchitis? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you more. It was
3: a pet. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: I got a bronchitis. <laughs> Aww, beautiful. Yes. Fluffy. It was a rescue. <laughs> um, and so uh we were uh, uh, brett and i uh, were at mammoth gay ski weekend our last little break before the thing and a friend of mine Thanks came for up and inviting me and at near the end of the weekend he said like man i have not been able to get rid of this cough all weekend i've had it for a few days but he we've been around each other in this house the whole time and i was like what and he's like yeah i think it's bronchitis and, and of course the next day as i'm flying back to vancouver I start to feel something in my lungs and I get bronchitis, you know, I get one of those bronchitis. It it lasted for about 5 weeks. For the first 3 weeks, I had a about 101 degree fever almost every Holy day. Holy shit. There were two days during prep where I just simply couldn't get out of bed. But then we were going into the shoot and you know, you get over that 100 you know, you get that fever to like 99 or 100 and you can get out of bed, but you're still feeling like crap. And then 4 days into the shoot, I think because I was working and had and whatever, I got the flu for 48 hours. Um, I got Tamiflu immediately, so it kind of kicked it. So basically the entire time I was up there shooting and there, I was really, really sick. It was very hard to work 14-hour days and be sick and kind of, you know, at Video Village, purposely not touching anybody else or anything because I certainly didn't want to get the crew sick, though I think I consulted with a doctor and I was past contagion, but Mm -hmm. still... So it was really hard on me, and I didn't get to know Vancouver very well. And I, you know, you just the whole experience was a little um, was very taxing. Um, So yeah, I will. I'll be going to Vancouver for the shoot for the season, which be about six months. And so I
1: will be able to give you a full Vancouver report uh, next February. Excellent. So wait, when do you go up then? So that's it until next February. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Good night. When do you When do you go up? What's that? When do you go up there? Uh, August. So what are you going to do from now now till August? (sighs) Party. (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I am going to enjoy time here in the city with my friends and with Brett. I'm going to do a couple weddings. Um, I'm officiating my friend's wedding, my Joey, Joey Lauren Adams. Oh, yeah. Uh, Friend wedding. of the show. Yep.
1: Well, congratulations, Joey. Thank Where you. is that going to be? Oh, in Arkansas? Yep, Arkansas. Ar-Kan- I was wondering why it wasn't pronounced Ar-Kansas.
2: Arkansas. You know, I mean, Kansas is right. Or why Karen, Kansas get isn't on it. Kansaw. Kansas? It's either Arkansas, Kansas, <laughs> or, or Kansas. And, I don't yeah, know. Kansaw, yeah, Kansas. Yeah, Wichita, Wichita Kansas. How did like crossing the river or whatever is between the two of them? How did that language mutate? It's fascinating, Marty. Fascinating. Go on. We'll just listen here. Delight. Yes. How does language mutate? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so that th- my summer is feeling like it's going to be kind of delightful. The writer's room opens in, in later in June, so I'll be going in there to sort of listen in. And I like to go into the writer's room, even though like I'm not formally a part of it as a non-writing executive producer. Uh, but I like to go in and listen in the first couple weeks because you start to hear... What's important to Rob and Diane and the other writers? Why do they make choices that they do? How, what are they building characters on? And, and in particularly the first few episodes of the show, I don't want to be up there thinking, well, wait, well, why is this person doing or saying this? And I don't mean literally from a plot point of view, although it could be from that, but more j- just the genesis of what they're looking for in the, out of the, the heartbeat of each of the characters. That's right. very cool. Yeah, so cool um, I think movies.
1: what everybody wants and to know.
2: And so I donate my time to Warner Brothers by going in there, even though I'm not officially on the
1: payroll yet. Well, I think what everybody wants to know is, um, how how much are you getting paid? Uh, What is minimum wage? Uh, (laughs) Depends on the state. If you're in Washington state, it's $15 an hour now. All right. Uh, One and a half times minimum wage. Wow. That's great. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, Dan's back equals like lost when Jack returns and all the extras run up to greet him. (laughs) That was (laughs) tweeted by Janikin. Very, very funny. All the extras are Emily.
0: Hello, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Emily. How are you? You seem very lively, and I don't think it's just the coffee.
3: Well, I—it's uh, Dan. It's me. It's, me. it's Dan. It's Why me. do you think I'm even okay, here? Okay,
1: I'm going to ruin that moment because while, while I asked that question, Dan was like feverishly gesturing towards but himself, but I
2: also was sotto voce, but enough so that he could, you could hear I was going, "It's me," and doing it with the morning show. Smee. Smee. like Smee. That's or did a it's you think morning show. I was from Captain Hook?
3: I was me. me. <laughs>
2: Peter Pan. Um,
3: You're going to expose so, all of our secrets, Marty. It's I don't like, think it
2: was secret. I was saying, I was going to see. I think, I mean, <laughs> it was
1: queuing people in that, that I was to uh, it. But something. no, seriously, why are you so happy?
3: Um, well, I told you about the whole um, mercury thing, yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I've been on treatment for about the past four or five days now. It's a pain in the ass because I have to take about 14 pills three times a day. What happened? I got mercury poisoning. And From what? No don't anybody. say
2: mercury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dan, let me explain something to you. You yeah. want to understand how that works. Where did you obtain the mercury that poisoned you?
3: We don't know. We don't know.
2: She likes tuna.
3: I, that's, I don't know. Too much?
2: I mean, fish, do you think?
3: I have a couple fillings. Um, oh. I do eat a lot of fish, but I, I think it might be the fillings. I also found out, if you do some studies, uh, heavy metals are actually rather prevalent in the human form this day and age because of pollutants mm. uh, pretty much everybody has a certain degree of heavy metals and then when you have too much or if you're super sensitive that's when you start to have problems. Well, i will go
1: do some studies and uh yeah. and what kind of pills are they
3: um i'm trying to do something gentle like i i we talked about i didn't want to do uh chelation or anything right. like that and so i'm doing i i it's like a whole bunch of weird may stuff. i suggest
2: a barium enema
3: a bare end enema? A,
2: a
1: barium A barium. Enema. barium yes. A barium in the end
2: I enema. I thought the bare
3: end went without <laughs> yeah. saying.
2: I, yeah. I, a, I like the bare end enema. Try if you haven't a bare end enema. That's what no. I feel. Oh,
3: I've been doing it all that's wrong. That's you haven't been. That's yeah. why my, my pants are so stained. That's why, it's, that's why it's always a mess. Speaking
2: of, when we're done with, because I've got more to explore on this mercury, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about my colonoscopy next.
0: Oh, it, it's stay coming up tuned. later in the hour. Stay the tuned,
2: Tune in. Um, so, do you think uh, the mercury, the tea, the filling thing, sounds like a culprit? But how did they diagnose you? What symptoms did it you, took you have? A, it took, took forever.
3: That? It oh, wow. was. It was a. Ve- it took a very long time. Um, yeah. I uh, I started to get uh, vertigo. That oh. was so extreme that I was bedridden.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, awful.
3: it was very strange, and I've always sort of been like, um, like prone to depression. And yeah. thought it was just sort of a, psycho, uh, like a, sure, a psychology like trait, a, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But it never really, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of psychotropics, which I know is an entirely different conversation. But, but I, teach don't, his own. Yeah, and, I don't, yeah, right, I don't right. I don't care for them, and. Um, and apparently, uh, things like uh, uh, depression and anxiety can be uh, related to, to mercury poisoning. Also, I, have, I had a whole lot of uh, blood-like symptoms, like bad blood sort of right. symptoms, like anemic. I thought I was anemic for the longest time, and I would go right. in and get tested, and they'd be like, you're not anemic. Um, but apparently, mercury can inhibit your ability to make hemoglobin. Ah, Uh, which is, we're not entirely sure that that's what's, what's going on. Uh, I'm going to get tested for it on Wednesday, but, uh, was was there a
2: doctor who made a formal leap and said, you know, maybe this is a mercury. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I had to go to this, I had to go to this woman who's kind of alternative, (laughs) (laughs) um, because I went to the, I went to the, to the Western doctors and they kept saying, they looked at everything and they were going to send me in for an MRI and they were like, because, you know, we have, n- there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you. And they, were, they said, you can either go in for an MRI or we would recommend a psychiatrist because we think it's psychosomatic. And Got I was it. like,
0: yeah.
3: I'm so fatigued and I literally can't get out of bed. Right. And, right. Um, and if anything sort of kicked up my system, like if, I, if my heart started pounding for whatever reason, it was like immediate <laughs> vertigo. So, wow. right. yeah, I was like, this is not, I mean, it could have been in my head. I mean, that's a like, good, right, right, um, right, right. but I was like, I were
2: really feeling don't... The symptoms present, even though yeah. that can sometimes, be, but you were feeling them so physically. Yeah, right. Yako
1: has diagnosed you with deep vein thrombosis. <laughs> that's a callback to <laughs> the neuter runner. days. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a Nooner runner.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so what doctor caused did by, by listless
3: uh, masturbation. Is that the yeah, yeah, cause of exactly. deep vein? Exactly. Pain? Yeah.
2: During the WBS. <laughs> yeah. uh, So, Dan. Well, wait a second. Um, So, a doctor said, I know I just gave you the fork in the road of MRI or psychiatrist, but... Mm -hmm. Oh, mercury poisoning?
3: No. And I I said, it's not psychiatrist. Uh, I'm not going to the psychiatrist again. And MRI, I just don't... I just felt like, no, this is something else. Because there's so much going on with me that felt... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I we never know what's going on in our bodies, but I just had the feeling that this wasn't a this wasn't a this wasn't um, but you a. You were brain
2: in tune problem.
1: with some. Yeah, you just something was yeah. saying my body so is not. And right. so did not they do right. a blood yeah. test and like said, oh look yeah, at it. There's all this metal stuff hair, in there. Hair, I believe. Oh, to hair.
0: Do, to do
3: okay. mercury testing. And yeah, she said she because she looked at everything and, and she is a new doctor. She's the new doctor. Okay. She's a little alternative. She's a okay. little weird. But I said, you is know, she's a medical doctor. Yeah.
1: Well, that, that's um, important.
3: Yeah. Uh and uh, <laughs> did,
1: did well, it just turned, just like it a just turned into a West Side Sound story. <laughs> That's it's, your phone. That's isn't my it?
3: yeah, my ringtone. Oh, okay, is, is God, is West Side I Story. That's,
1: that's
0: hilarious. I was was like, that West
1: Side Story? Yeah. In fact, you're
3: one of the very few, few people that gets it. But it sounds like it's coming from outside, doesn't it? There's a 1950s white and acrobatic gang out front. That was
2: so strange. So, alternative doctors said, "I think it's mercury poisoning."
3: Yeah.
1: And then you did a hair
2: test, and it was in fact too much mercury.
1: That is, I mean, just knowing is great, and and so happy that your work, your on that, how long is the treatment?
3: Three months. Wow.
1: But, yeah. but but if it is the fillings, are you getting them replaced?
3: I'm gonna have to, yeah, replace the fillings. But she the also price, said she also said that it could have been, and this is really mind blowing. This is where it goes okay. alternative. We might have to get a little crazy. Okay, she let's, also let's said go deep. The balls <laughs>
1: deep. When the bare and enemas.
3: when my mother toxic. was pregnant, my mother had a whole lot of fillings. Oh. And she and back also back in the day, you were a lot more likely to be exposed to mercury ignorantly. Right. And she said, uh, it very well could have been transmitted in the womb. And I have a, a body type that's sort of elfish, weak. <laughs> so I'm kind of susceptible. Elfish? El-
1: is it elfish or elvish? El- el- elvish,
3: elvish. Elvish, said the nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I thought everyone knew this. Um,. Yeah, yeah. So it could, I could have, I could have gotten exposed to it in the womb, and
2: um, all right. Well, womb-based yeah. mercury poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> you I you hear heard about here that? First, right. um, so going w- around B-M-P. the W B
1: M P. Going around the table with health issues. Let's I get a it. Let's,
3: oh, everybody, it's colonoscopy. Oh, I wish we had a stinger for colonoscopy time.
1: Oh, I think it's we colonoscopy can.
2: with Marty and Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the more you know. Um, so um, you had that thing up your butt. So yeah, my first colonoscopy. Um, uh, what, what prompted this? Uh, normally, you, you normally uh, men, uh, of, a men, are, men of a certain age. 50 is when you're supposed age. to be.
2: Yeah, uh, for various reasons, a little started a little younger than that, family uh-huh. history stuff. And the truth was, I was sort of, although I was very nervous about it, I was game to do it earlier because of the family history. I was sort of like, I'd like to, you know, if, this, if you think, if the doctor's, the specialist thinks, given my family history, time to take a look. I was game to go ahead and take a look. And if you got
3: a couple of days off, I that's mean, right. How else are you going to spend yeah. it? Yeah, right.
1: And you had to fast, right? But that,
2: I will say this for 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 everybody out there, and let's let's not make any let's not make any excessive gay jokes while we go along. There, okay. <laughs> Um, because uh, I can tell, I we do say have to license you, like, to make them though. Yeah, as, as long give, as they're good. Yes. Yeah, they better be good. <laughs> all right, because you got an easy target here, and the fact is, I can tell you, no gay man is more or less excited about the colonoscopy because of the region that it tackles. So I was not excited about this at all, except that with the colon cancer it is so highly preventable if you catch it early. And, and I mean, You have it, like it, years of lead time. Right. Which is why I think they, like if you're clear, you get one every 10 years. Mm-hmm. If you have like something that they take out, you five, because it just takes, because it manifests itself first, I guess is a polyp and it takes years for that to mutate. So like, I was like, why not do this? So you, the, the day before you do a little prep and that's not the most pleasant thing in the world, but it's also not, let me put it this way. It's not like being sick. It's not like you have cholera, where you have like severe cramping, you feel ill, and your body's telling you, you're on the verge of death, and so mm-hmm. I am trying to do everything I can to say, that's not the feeling that you have. You just are flushed out. <laughs> but not in a way where you're like, ow, I hurt, I'm in pain. It's just, oh, that's happening. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, yeah. I'm not saying that it's...
1: Bruno, we're doing a podcast How here. How many bottles of that, that stuff did you have to drink? I
2: two, two bottles. It wasn't bad. I, I didn't have any trouble with that. It, you know, dilute it. You you,
1: it's a, you dilute it with water, and it's a,
2: so I didn't have any trouble with that. And the while not fun, it was not in any way. It was zero pain and zero agony. So it was not you know like. And so I stayed home, watched a movie. Nice. That night. Um And then I was lucky because I had a 7, 8, seven a.m. appointment. You 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 have to do your last thing seven hours before. So I kind of could do that at midnight, and then soon thereafter go to sleep for four hours. Go. But the thing that was the the craziest thing is I opted for the twilight sedation as opposed to the full out anesthesiologist oh. um, because
1: it was three hundred dollars more and and it's kind of fun.
2: They have to be good gay yeah. jokes. <laughs> oh, the twilight sedation. Um, okay, um, so. The um and my had the I had this. They were such lovely people. They were very professional, and when they, they had an IV ready to go, and when the this huge TV, and I was looking at it, and then they were about ready to put the medicine in. They said, so "We're going to do the medicine and do the procedure." I'm like, "Okay." So they do the medicine, and I'm looking at the TV, and I'm I you know I'm I'm starting to see pictures of my colon, and. Why
3: are they showing you pictures of your colon? Well, it's on a
2: massive TV. So it's, that's just, oh, it's for the, the doctor.
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, it's just to relax.
2: Yeah, here's a relaxing I mean, look inside yourself. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: yeah. But what was great is I was looking at it experience. for. Did they
1: burn it on a DVD for you? Yeah, they <laughs> did. Well, actually, they did give you a, a page
2: with photographs on it. Awesome. They did. But so I, they, they, they put in the drugs. I'm looking at my colon for about 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And they go, and th- that's it. We're all done. And I said, that was so great, man. That was fantastic. That was like, how'd you do that in like a minute? And they're like, we've been doing this for about 25 minutes. Wow. And that's what the Twilight Sedation was because it, it causes sort of a immediate amnesia. So my sensory experience, I did not go to sleep, quote unquote. Like I, lost time. My eyes, I was looking at the TV and said, I could feel the medicine going in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch. I think this is cool. I feel relaxed. I'm just watching. That's called I watched K- it for one minute. And so it was, cra- was kind of crazy. So
1: you me. were in a K-hole.
2: Yeah, more or less. I mean, it wasn't ketamine, but yeah, uh, no, I've I've seen friends who've been in that, and it's not the same thing. Um, oh yeah, no, I've been, I've, seen I've friends been around was.
1: friends who've been in.
2: No, no, <laughs> K- but oh. it, but it was that th- I would say, and this I haven't done nor done to anybody else, but I would guess that's the experience of being roofied. Right. Really, is that you're you're conscious but impressionable and and have a amnesia. Uh, so anyway. The my experience of the procedure was about thirty seconds of completely painless. Like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, it's done. Wow! You know, and that was the twilight sedation. So, my message to and then you, well, I rested for a half hour. A Friend drove me home. I was a little groggy during the day. It was fine. So, my message to uh, all you guys out there is just, and is that don't fear the colonoscopy. It really is like almost don't nothing. fear
1: the colonoscopy. Don't fear colonoscopy. There's no don't pain fear when you came the to. Nope,
2: zero. No? Uh, again no jokes necessary i don't think it any nobody i've talked to experiences it's not funny at all it's not a pain there's no pain and uh so yeah i would say when it's your time don't don't worry about it it's i was worried not only about pain and discomfort but about embarrassment and and they just i mean like by the time you're there you're covered with sheets you roll on your side they do the thing it's done you you have and these are people who are like literally, as somebody, one of my other friends said, Dan, for God's sake, you're just another ass. Yeah.
0: And they're like, you're just,
2: like they do it like six that day. He was, I was, his he first, wasn't talking. He was talking. going to like 6.30. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just the first ass of the day. You, yeah, he
1: wasn't talking about anatomy. <laughs> right, He's exactly.
2: Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, th- for God's sake, if you're getting to that age or you have a family history, do not not do this extremely oh cool procedure.
1: Emily, can you read Keegan's uh, tweet?
3: I can't, because I'm on the wrong... I don't understand Twitter, and I think I'm on the wrong um, person's page, because I'm just looking at Will Wilkins. Will Wilkins is the only one talking to me over here. What's going on? What
2: do you, what, what's happening? We just all of a sudden stopped the podcast. Oh, we're,
3: he's, he's teaching... This is a very quick Twitter tutorial. Okay, Although, Keegan.
1: yes, uh, I, I will be... Uh, read Keegan's...
3: Elvish is a language. Elfish
1: no, is small No, read it right.
3: Oh, I'm sorry. Elvish is a language... Elvish is small of statue. Um
2: The funny thing is, is that I didn't actually Thank know you. whether it was elvish or elfish. I was just going with it, but once you said it, I thought, well, she'll know. And now it turns out you were wrong. Now
3: it turns out I was entirely wrong. Um, and
2: elvish did sound weird when we when we were saying an elf
3: elfish. I thought elvish was also uh, cultural, like um, like, like like that's an elvish bow. <laughs> 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 which is
1: said often.
3: Yeah, well, Lord knows I do. Uh,
1: the, uh, and when do you use elfin?
3: Elfin? Oh,
1: see, these are great
2: questions that, that we get. I think get elfin is, that sounds like elfish in a way. Or is elfin, <laughs> well, elfish is what? small of stature. Is elfin like of or pertaining to the elf? Like the no, elfin would be ritual elf- for that the Elvish. No, no, you wouldn't say the elfish ritual because that's a no, no, that's imaginary. El, the elfin ritual or elf- the elfin uh, pattern of is that you know?
1: I'm stop. Keegan, the, can we oh. get back to the yes? On? Um, you know, there's a trend in Europe.
3: Oh, small uh, and delicate, typically with an attractively mischievous or strange charm, or of or relating to elves. That's elfin. Of a related to elf, that's what I just said. Or even I, I said that. The verbatim. I don't like
2: say that like I <laughs> I just said that, so you should preface that by Dan, what a triumph for Dan. What
3: <laughs> I'm presenting the word of uh, verbatim <laughs> verbatim uh, dictionary you. definition. To? to Dan. Thank you. <laughs> I accept
2: and I'd like to shout out tie to Julian during my accepted speech <laughs> from <laughs> Upper Ontario, Canada. Thanks for listening. I'll what? see you
1: in Canada. I th- oh, I like to call him by his actual name, or his Twitter name, hyper slash can 8 EN underscore zero zero. Well, however we call him, that's the shout out. Yes. I hope it was worth it. No, he, he didn't say um, shout... He said, shout me out, please. Right. Isn't that give him a shout out? Well, shout me out just sounds dirtier.
2: No, shout me out sounds like he the commercial it. where he, it's like a stain. That you remember, like, oh, shout yes. it shout out. Me out. Shout, shout, shout it out. Ooh. Billy spilled chicken soup on his new pants. I'm going to shout it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, Julian. That's not a chicken soup stain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is why you have to have a bear ass. A bear and enema. Um... So there's a trend in Europe where they have, and, and by the way, European listeners, let us know if you've ever experienced a, an American party.
3: Oh yeah, I've seen these. Go I, on those
1: pictures. Yeah. So right. these pictures where like uh, young people, young Europeans, get together and they serve things like burgers and sandwiches and drink out of red cups, red plastic cups, because that's what Americans do. And and I'm sure they say rootin' tootin'. Yeah. And they have, <laughs> well, that
3: came out of left field. <laughs> and they
1: wear um, uh, they wear like sports like. Uh, uh, whatever you know, jerseys and
2: and yeah. sp-
3: they Mar- always drink Marty out of the athlete, <laughs> sports,
1: whatever's. Yes, um, <laughs> I <was trying laughs> to Did I just it. spit
2: in your eye? <laughs> no.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, he has mud in your eye. Other American, other <laughs> things to say at
3: American parties. <laughs> be popular among all your friends. Right. So, You've got, I got what's in your the face. Rumpus? <laughs> what's that? Actually, that's that, Irish, though,
2: yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's Irish. But in America, in oh, New York, like Damon Runyon, you know. Maybe. Hey, what's the rumpus? Where's the dice game this evening? <laughs> Jeez, it's the fuzz. Cheese <laughs> <Jeez> it. <laughs> Jesus it, it's the wallucers. Uh, how's the action on your mother's mattress? Action? No, I that's think it's a side the, that's story. It's a side story. That's yeah. the West side story. Come on! No, Change I don't the know.
1: wallpaper. <laughs> I'm deprived. I'm kind of being deprived. <laughs> Gee,
2: office are we gonna go, go right to the officers are corrupty? We're really upset. We never, never had the love that every child ought to get. We're not delinquents. We're, we're misunderstood.
3: Deep, deep down inside us, there, there is good. There, there, is,
2: good. Is, good. there, there is, good. is good. There is good. There is
1: good. There is
2: on top good. 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 Nobody
1: Okay, I can't turn the mic off. For that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just. Oh, less, My mother
2: says I'm crazy. My father says I leaks. My son says it's all in the salad and it leaks. <laughs> Day later, Lou. Crumpy, we've got troubles
0: you. <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> is this what people really miss? Did people really miss this?
3: I love phonetic West Side Story.
2: Gee, Officer Crumpy. Grup
3: you!
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's like the Neanderthal version of. It's not
3: the verbatim awards, but it is the phonetic award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I think it's like yeah. West Side Story is done by Neanderthals. Yeah, we now okay, owe one hundred thousand dollars to the story
3: story. <laughs> or someone who's never spoken English before making English sounding words. <laughs> right, this is what they
1: sing at 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 American, at American parties.
3: parties. That it is the American party full circle. Yes. <laughs>
1: Thanks, thanks for coming. Uh, well, I'm
3: so happy Dan's back. <laughs> Why did I even bother coming all those days? I don't no. know. What? What? Uh, what? Do you What? Know? Say what? All
2: right, I'm gonna go through some I'm doing tweets. Will Ferrell in Anchorman. You're
3: like the anti-Bill. You're yes. <laughs> you're like-
1: is that
2: is and, that a
3: good thing? It's, it's, you're just oh, polar just, opposites.
1: We just need Bill here to be. Bill is, is just, it a, would just a, a low key, slyer, subtler. N-
3: I would not say low key. Just, uh, no,
1: a little bit subtler. High
3: key, <laughs> but. No. High but, just, key, but, uh, but also
1: very restrained, uh, you know. Yeah. Kind of like he could be a serial killer. Except when
3: The Fury comes out.
1: Except when The, the Fury does comes. come like out. Like a yeah. Cleveland or, thing, um, or a so. What was it thing. he went off
3: on last time? It was fantastic. He had a wonderful. Oh, Godzilla. Impromptu rant. Oh, my God, did he rant. Yes.
1: And he was right. Yes. So. Do you know anybody who actually speaks Elvish? No. Oh.
2: Is it, uh, it's not a
3: real language.
1: That's asking if she knows any
3: Wait, real it was, elves. It, it, it was. This
1: would be impossible. <laughs> no, but they speak Elvish in, in uh, uh, that
3: Lord of The Rings? Lord
1: of the Rings. It's
3: also a book. What I know, I, did they re- like? I'm not sure. If it's, is I don't know if somebody tell me is that a fully developed language? Because I know like oh, Klingon. Oh, you mean like the Klingon? Yeah, is a fully nerds, developed language. I'm right, gonna say
1: yes, it is. Uh, or if not, some some nerds have turned it. I though. bet there uh, has been Mr. Hooster yeah, right.
3: in uh, Wolf Hampstead. I'm yes. sure. So Jonah, and as to which
1: is nerdier, Elvish or Klingon? Um, Klingon. All right, there you go. Uh, uh, Will says that Elvish is uh, his Elvis tribute act, but it's performed with a lisp. Um, cute yeah Uh, and then let's see Uh, Great Red Shift says that uh, about American parties some places do frat parties but that's at clubs wow um, what are you What are you talking about? Michael? You lost me. Well, no, American.
3: Uh, American parties. <laughs> yeah. like, they
1: they do also do frat parties in Europe. He's, uh, I think um, he's suggesting so. People were wearing sounds, togas. That sounds,
3: That's kind of ironic because uh, frat, parties. Uh, frat parties are based on you know like oftentimes uh, European ideas and tropes. So it's a little bit you know cannibalizing they itself. Are, oh, you mean like you know togas? Greek. Yeah, Toga barely parties. European. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's you know they're very everybody it's there speaks Greek
1: on the continent of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> And they had these great it's Senate, really Senate meetings. Yeah, they had these yeah. Senate meetings. and you know.
3: Some of them discussing philosophy I mean, and building EU, roads. yeah And drinking
1: hemlock. and I'm <laughs> yeah. oh, sorry,
3: that was the Romans. Built the roads.
1: Oh, yes. Damn it, Marty. And the aqueducts.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 and
1: the aqueducts. But aside from that, what have the Romans done, done for, for us? <laughs> Peace. Mm, that's
2: a song cue. da 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 Hey.
3: Everything's a song, Q to you, Dan. What if
2: the (laughs) Romans? I wish I could do the lyrics to What Have the Romans Done For Us?
3: (laughs) But you got
1: the intro.
2: Romans are Done For Us.
3: Hey, did, did you hear, Dan? I'm in a musical. I did not. It's not actually musical. That can't be. That's not. Um,
0: well, then, okay. Well, then okay, that's then why I we didn't have never like heard that. <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but Plagueans. did you hear
2: that I'm president of the United States of America? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> well, it's because that's I'm a, why you didn't <laughs> hear that America.
3: news. Um, no, I'm doing a production of Much Ado About Nothing, but it's going to have music in it. We're really? going to be singing and playing instruments. Yeah.
2: Wow, M-A-A-N. Love that play.
3: Yeah, it's a good one.
2: Um, wh- where, when, how?
3: It's going to be in Los Angeles at the end of uh, July and beginning of August, and uh, it's being done by a theater company called Unmasked, Ooh. and I'm going to be Hero, and I'm looking forward to it. Oh, well, that'll be great. you should
2: let us know when it's going to be. Yeah. It sounds like I may be in Vancouver, but if I'm right, not, yeah. I'd love to come see it. Yeah. Is it going to be outdoors?
3: It's, you know what they're trying to do, and I just I love this because I'm a huge fan of Kaylee's and, and getting drunk with friends and playing music, is they're, Who is they're trying to put it in a venue that's sort of like either a bar or um, a restaurant with patio, like an outdoor patio because it, it, we want it to be very interactive. We're going to sing a whole bunch of like traditional songs and try right, to get right, everybody right. drunk and singing along. Yeah. Like, can <laughs> I oh, suggest great.
2: you sing Oom Papa from Oliver? <laughs>
0: Do I mean, you know? Oom
3: Papa, that's how it goes. Oom Papa, everyone knows. They, they all suppose what they want to
0: suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be Oom Papa? <laughs> There's
2: a little banker here. <laughs> First hour over. Okay, it's oh it's the top of the hour.
3: See this is what happens without Bill here to keep us on track. No? This I becomes just, a just, musical. Well, Our show becomes a musical.
2: <laughs> do we have to do you do you Wait, still do you, like it's remember, top of the hour at ten a.m. on I Noon just Noon Dan that. Marty? I just did I just did that just now. Oh, but don't you have to say like the on the old, on the radio station you have to say the call letters or something. Okay, you go, go give so, us a call. Uh, we're comments. on smodcast.com, Nooner Dan Marty on no, no, this morning no, show Tuesday.
1: smodco.com. Smod, <laughs> I thought it was smodcast.com. Well, we're actually Did they change it? Whatever. Did they? Um, was it Smodco or is it Smodcast? It's a Smodcast network on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. But so the guess. actual address is Smodcast. I don't know. Com. Ask Will Wilkins. He always knows. I, I, I
2: do know, and you said I was wrong. Fuck
3: you, Marty. Yay! <laughs> Top of the Status hour.
1: quo restored.
3: <laughs> it's like Bill's here. <laughs> uh, does that mean we're doing nail sack? Uh, no, we'll we're get, not yet. We not have about yet. fifteen minutes before mail sack. Yeah. Oh, <laughs>
2: really, Emily? <laughs> tell me more about how Nooner Dan Marty goes. <laughs> I love
3: how you're using your microphone like it's an action figure.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh, Mr. Microphone! If you could see what I was doing out there, ladies, so no, you'd be so, delighted. you'd be much more happy than you are right now.
3: You'd be as happy as
2: me. Uh, but do tell me, Emily, how yes. do we run this
0: show?
3: <laughs> well, around now, yeah. Dan, let me tell you how it goes. Uh, I crush. We, usually, uh, Bill, or Steve, or Bill or Steve at this point will usually right. go off about something with a little there. bit of ironic, a little bit of cynicism, but all heart. But just a
1: touch of heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a little just a smattering of
2: heart.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, well, there. This is those usually guys when here. I'm
3: sleeping. This is usually when I'm looking at my clock, going, "This is around the time I wake up." Well, this is That's funny. I'm having like
2: hour. that. I had a huge cup of coffee at about eight forty-five, and I'm having this like huge lull. Right now, so maybe it's time to bring it down a little bit on Nooner Dan. <laughs> Let's, hey, get, it, Let's get real. Let's, Let's get uh, real. Marty, no Dan. We hope your lip heals real soon. because
3: We're all right there now, in Houston from Wolf And uh,
2: sorry about your mercury poisoning. <laughs> I hope
3: that goes, uh, all right.
2: Thank good you. news is my colon is running on all cylinders right
0: now.
2: <laughs> polyp-free. Polyp-free. New <laughs> polyp-free Dan. Anyway, that's the top of the hour on the uh, Nooner Dan Marty Show on Smartcast.com.
1: Um, we have a tweet here that says, I'd like to hear about Don't Blink from Emily. Oh. Did you get to work with the great Robert Picardo? Yes, you did. We've talked about that on yeah, the show. Yeah, Robert Picardo you said a, he was
3: great. He's a friend of mine. He's what? lovely. We didn't actually get to work together. This is interesting. We didn't actually get to work together on that. More,
1: this is
2: more of Emily's lies.
3: <laughs> yeah. More yeah. things that aren't true on, okay, from top Emily. Okay, of the hour. And it's and time Mira.
2: for Emily's lies. <laughs> Robert Picardo is a friend of mine. Actually, he's not. I've never worked with him, but I worked <laughs> with him, but I didn't work with him.
3: <laughs> but we're close. Okay. Um... I didn't when he was in that film with me, and I didn't get a chance to meet him. I left set the day before he came on, and then I moved out here, and maintained a friendship with the director. And I started meeting him at all of the all of the barbecues. And uh, and
1: he, for those who, who who don't know who he is, uh,
3: he played
1: star of Space.
3: Yes, Thank yes, you. he was also Mary uh,
0: Ma, uh, no Mugglebones
3: in uh, Legend, the Witch, oh, the Swamp Witch. Really, yeah. And uh, but I think he's best known for Star Trek. Absolutely. He was... Uh, uh, TNT, he was, right? I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, new generation, right? Okay. Elvish.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. You yeah.
2: well, we can call this segment? Emily's.
3: <laughs> Emily, <laughs> can, can we please Emily's. call it pretentious sting? <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's more interesting. pretentious sting. And now, oh, something pret- pretentious thing
1: Yes. Uh, so, speaking of pretentious thing somebody tweeted in that um, Tolkien spent 15 years developing the language of wow. Elvish.
3: That is thing <laughs> Yeah.
1: You're on the Smotco Morning Show this morning on Smotco Internet
2: Radio at smotcast dot com. We're here with Emily and Marty. Doing an it, Emily.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you you've turned into
3: a turtle. Top of the hour. Thank you, well. Um. Oh, there it is! There it is! There it is! Thanks, Will. Sorry. Thanks for telling us how to run our show. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: I, I think that was I think that it's was a actually, helpful bit of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. important. to yeah. your shitting on my nail sack <laughs> time. That wasn't that wasn't helpful. Will giving us a way to actually and, identify. And, and Will should be thinking. Yeah, yeah, that is. That is yeah, Thank, Thank you for you,
1: identifying the stream that we're
2: broadcasting. we're actually doing in
1: the appropriate way. Back to Emily's.
0: Emily's. Where were we?
3: Oh, he's asking about. Don't blink. Don't blink. Used to be known as Last Stop, and it was filmed in 2010.
0: Uh huh. So you will see a very Film?
3: It is a feature film It is an independent feature film It's a thriller And uh,
1: Who do you play?
3: I play God I don't even freaking remember uh,
1: Elvish Runaway
2: I don't Elfin. know Elfin Runaway
3: <laughs> I don't even remember her name Elfin
2: Runaway That was the name of my band In high school um, Thanks
1: for coming <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's funny Dan That's right I gotta, I gotta weed
3: out Yeah we're still working On that's those a, gay that's jokes
1: sign off yeah. at the end Weed out <laughs>
3: All right. Topical. Um, That's topical. So um, <laughs> did you have a big part in it then? It was an ensemble cast. And no, it wasn't It wasn't a big part. Uh, it, where
1: can people watch it?
3: I don't know. Honestly, like this has been... Um, oh, Picardo was on Voyager.
0: There
3: you go. Why do we even bother saying things? Everything we do is uh, a... Yeah, a lie. At least we...
1: You know what? It was the new generation. I'm standing by it.
3: Yeah. Um, what, what was it? Oh, it's been, it's been, God, four years. And so, uh, there's been so many, you know, it's been, it's been the boy who cried wolf with getting this thing released. So, um, we'll oh, see so if it, it actually happens. Have you seen it? I don't know. Like I've heard, you I've don't heard You not know if least, you've seen it? Uh, no, I, I know I have not seen it. Marty,
2: you're acting like a prosecutor.
3: <laughs> Go Just off.
2: answer the question. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: do, you, do you not know if you've seen it?
3: I swear. I swear, officer. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I haven't.
1: Uh, not, we don't know whether to believe her because of the
2: name of the segment.
3: Is, um, Emily's MLI, sweet, we don't know yeah, what's MLI true and what's
2: not.
1: Yeah. Uh, Steve just got back from New Orleans. I forget that he told us uh that he's, he's going to New Orleans.
2: So um, he did say so we were so fasting him for not responding Unjustly. to whether he was gonna be here and he apparently
1: he had told you he wasn't going to be here. Well, whatever. <laughs> he's still an, he's still an ass.
2: No, I feel bad, Stephen. Marty did not relay to me that you had
1: already said something to
2: him, so I took you to task for not responding, and for which I apologize. But I blame Marty
3: completely, absolutely,
0: I
2: mean, and utterly, and totally. Yeah, but it's true, Marty. You have to take that. You have to take
1: it. You have to take it. Take it, Marty. Mm-hmm. Go on,
2: like a
3: baron um,
1: So, don't blink has nothing to do with the statue. Don't
3: blink with statue. Don't oh, oh, from telling. Doctor Who. No, God damn. Would I? Would I ever stop talking about it if it did? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Is your answer. Uh,
1: are you excited about, have you seen the the, the little uh, trailer for the new uh, uh, Doctor Who? The I new Doctor?
3: I haven't. I haven't. Who's I playing the new Doctor? Um,
1: uh, the Yannucci guy? Um, oh, he's,
3: uh, he's Scottish or something.
1: Yeah, you know, know. You know the guy who's from The Loop. Goldfinger. No, you saw In The Loop, right?
3: Oh, yeah. That
1: um
2: guy.
0: Richard. Malcolm. Uh, uh,
1: Frederick. Mouth of Frederick. I just want everybody to be yell,
2: uh, at their, yell, yell at their
0: yell
1: at their stitcher right
2: now. <laughs> um, Eddie Fnurf. M- uh, no, Peter Capaldi. <laughs> Peter Capaldi. That's right. You're almost there. You're Eddie
3: almost Fnurm. there.
2: <laughs> Eddie Fnurf.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Peter Capaldi yeah, That Peter should be interesting I've, yeah. never watched, I've never seen a single Doctor Who in my
1: life
3: Really? Yeah. I think you would like it
1: uh, Based on? Based on? <laughs> <laughs> your uh, knowledge of American exceptionalism
3: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's really all you need and to think the, you know
2: The well fact done. that you I
1: enjoy it. watching your colon on screen
2: I thought I did you, But I've, again I've, Apparently I watched it for 25 minutes And only remember 5
1: seconds I'm going to say you would, you would not like it
3: Really? Based yeah. on?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's so, it's cheeky and
3: fun and intelligent and um Thank you, Emily. You are cheeky and fun and intelligent. Oh yeah. now
2: how do I turn that down?
3: Yeah, right. now you gotta watch it. Here we go. <laughs> oh, we're gonna dip into
2: the mail dollars. sack. Mail sack, mail sack, come on, get back in that mail sack
0: uh,
1: Yeah, that was great.
3: <laughs>
0: so last week
1: we had an, uh, a very um, heartfelt email about a, a. Oh,
3: the young kid who was alone in the.
1: Uh, no, who wanted, yeah, who wanted to have uh, yeah, a long distance relationship. And he was in Arkansas, Arkansas, and mm-hmm. um, his lady friend was in Texas, Tejas. Um, mm-hmm. And so Drake wrote in to say that Ming, hey, Drake. Uh, Ming Chen and his wife were, went to separate colleges while they were dating. Now they are married. Just a real life example for Bill. Um, yes. And uh, I'm going to say that they're miserable together. No, yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's
1: all. Does, Bill, does Bill need love lessons? Is that no, what's going Bill on? Bill was very anti, anti-long distance, long
3: distance relationship. relationship.
1: But see, I would say that Ming and his wife, uh, it's a Is he in
2: a relationship? Sorry to interrupt. I really am sorry to interrupt. But is he in a relationship right now, Bill? Yeah. A close Not, distance. Long distance, yeah. Not long distance. Not long distance. Right. Just, so get off everybody's ass, Bill. Yeah. Just because you've got something good going on. It's close distance. Of course, everybody wants to be close
1: distance. Fuck. Uh, but Ming and his wife, they Excuse knew me. that they, <laughs> they, they were in temporary living situations when you're in college, you know. Right. And so that, that can work out.
3: Yeah, your whole life is flexible in college. Right. Your whole life.
1: But I appreciate that info. And, um, and Ming is actually happily married. So there you go. Etamaros, uh, who is in Israel, he writes in and says, Hi, I'm in love with the latest uh, episodes of the show. Seriously, wow, good job. Wow. Thank wow, you. Thank you very much. Uh, I would like to hear your, uh, your takes on, completely, uh, on the completely different growing up experience today's youth has huh. uh, with iPhones and social networks and whatnot. Um, How would we know? Yeah,
3: I was going to say, not being a youth myself, yeah.
1: By the way, enjoyed your com- Really enjoyed your conversation about the porn subject. Well, Thank you. There we go. Thank You're welcome. You. We, we enjoyed were, that yeah. too. I don't think I was I here I for was that. No, you were not here. for no. that. Um, I was though.
3: It's too bad because I got opinions. <laughs> you got opinions <laughs> yeah. on-
2: and lies.
3: <laughs> yeah, opinions and lies. Opinions,
2: a new Ken <laughs> Dave,
1: who, Mike Lee film? <laughs> Ken Roach,
2: who is who's that guy? Mike
1: Lee. Mike Lee. Secrets and lies. So yeah, I think it. I, I don't know what it's like to to grow up in. And I, I had this discussion with uh, my friends with kids, like mm-hmm. what at what time do you get? Do you give them a cell phone? To give them a cell yeah. phone, or, and so, or let them get
3: on the get on Facebook or something.
1: Yeah. So, like when my sister got a computer, she put in all these restrictions on it, and mm-hmm. she doesn't. Her kids don't have cell phones. All their friends do. Right. Uh, and I think that there's a. I think it, there's. You just have to put certain trust in it, and you just have to know that your kid is going to see more naked bodies and people having sex like yeah, maybe maybe I ought to get
2: acclimated at an early age get off this
1: whole prudish <laughs> kick we've been on for about 400
2: yeah. years yeah, yeah I think we are pretty sure now, I agree
3: with, I agree with show porn to that kids. yeah 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 but uh, like the, I would say I would say that the the, uh, the exposure that people do have to naked bodies is pretty bad like I don't want my kid like if I Absolutely. had a kid I don't want him raised on porn I yeah. would, no no, no. Like, but I want yeah. to
1: know like I would going sooner to... get my
3: kid a prostitute than let him watch porn but, well,
1: but there you have it
3: yeah. solution to the nation's they, ills. You yeah. have
2: to, <laughs> <laughs> Prostitutes! Get for the all. nation a whore.
1: Yeah. Um, Change the wallpaper while you're at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's today's takeaway. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Oh, don't do you, you think
2: the generation gap, don't you think the whole problem with the generation perception gap is that you can't put your. You, you, can, can't. Have, you can intellectualize it, right. it was because we all use social media, so we can intellectualize it. But we literally can't know what it's like to grow up from the age of zero. With this as a pre like,
0: absolutely. The, 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 you
2: know, it's, it's, I'm not saying anything profound here. We've heard stories about, like, you know, friends, kids who are two years old who can operate an iPad before mm-hmm. they can do anything else. And before I don't they mean that walk. they're illiterate. I just mean, like, it's just so part of their being. Mm-hmm. And I think it's impossible for us to know what it's like to grow up in that. And right. therefore, yeah. that's but, why there's generation so, gaps. We can't sure, know no, what that's absolutely.
1: like. Sure. Absolutely. But I think that we can, uh, when you're talking about uh, uh, naked. People, see, uh, kids seeing sex on on the internet, like I don't think we can avoid that. They're going to see things that they can't unsee, and right. so it's important for parents to prep their kids, you know, and sure. to to be able to talk about these things openly and say, like, this is not healthy real. behavior, yeah. and it's not real. That's not how you should have sex and your expectations should not be for this right you know disgusting or whatever but I also super feel like hot
3: like when uh like one of the problems is the fear that comes up around uh the, the new technology like I feel like if I had a kid I my initial instinct would be to like don't get on Facebook. Don't have a cell phone because right. I'm experiencing my own life. Like as soon as I like I'm at home, I'm trying to write. And yet I feel that compulsion in the back of my head going, check yep. Facebook, check Facebook. Yep. So for me, like Facebook is an evil because it was something that was, well, not an evil. That's obviously an exaggeration, but it's like something where I say, I feel like I've, I, I feel the change the the shift of before Facebook to after Facebook and stuff like that. But I feel like it's the responsibility of the older, of the older generation to also recognize that, um, Everything's gonna be fine, you
2: know. Well, yeah. Well, the, or things will evolve. And, like, like, yeah. yeah. It's,
1: Before the yeah. internet, I would go to the library and just and magazine stands and waste time. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I I will always find a way to waste time. I
2: think that's really true. I mean, like, I know for me that that I I waste a lot of time on the internet, yeah. like going and checking websites that I know I checked. Like. I know, but I can't say that prior to that I was absurdly productive in all those times that I wasn't doing that. But at the same time, I I definitely feel like I could be – it's not like I'm hooked to my computer 24-7. But there's like downtime where I could be reading a good book or maybe writing something that Mm -hmm. I will just spend wasting on the internet. So I, Mm -hmm. it is – like there is a – and I don't think that's necessarily just a generational thing. There is a – A human brain it's that same thing that makes you want to pull the lever on a slot machine in a way like that that uh there was actually this study done that 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 whatever that part of the brain that's activated when Mm -hmm. you do that is also activated when you go on the internet so um but but i also think your your macro point is correct like i mean you know just because we can't Plug into what they're feeling, and then we see some of the potential ills of it. Doesn't mean that they're immersed in a negative. It, yeah,
3: situation. it doesn't mean that, that, that society is going to crumble. Yeah,
2: I mean, like, I always think there's unintended yeah. consequences. Maybe they'll figure out better than we did. Maybe they'll be bored by it. Maybe they'll want to disassociate right. from it in 20 years because that's yeah. what their parents were doing. Or I, I something no like
3: porn will become so the norm that, like, that, that people like, real sex becomes exciting again. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, like, you, the, I, we can never like, predict, I think, how like, yeah. these things are going to go. Yeah. Um,
3: but it, it generally tends to even out. Like, every, every older generation is always spooked at the younger generation. Hello.
2: <laughs> I think That's that means Glenda the witch is at the door yeah. and ready to...
3: <laughs> they're, tra- it's, they're trying to contact us. <laughs> um, yeah, every generation, it looks at the subsequent generation and says, the world is coming to an end, but it never has. Right.
2: You know. I mean, it almost did. I mean, maybe it, if you were in
3: like
2: <laughs> 20s Germany and you're like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this next generation. This, yeah, I don't know about these guys. Something's up. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. It all works out okay. But it did. Every generation's got their own thing. It'll probably be fine. But yeah. There we'll are a
3: couple it. bad years. Bad things happen. But then it always yeah. evens out in the end. So, Adam
0: Maros, <laughs> <Does> that <laughs>
1: th- thank you for an- uh, sending that email in. Um, next. next.
3: Yeah do, yeah. do we answer the question? Yeah, what, what
1: was the, <laughs> what, I, the name I can't quite is it, is a, did you, was that a full name or a first name? Edamarus Peleg. Oh, he's,
2: okay. I he's written in several times. Okay.
0: Well,
1: thanks for writing in. Yeah. Uh, next one's from Peter WG, whose episode was uh, last week. Uh, this morning, all I just wanted to say thank you for uh, again for my dedicated episode. He lives in Connecticut, and it got uh, Steve brought up this question: Is Connecticut uh, a New England state, or is it a tri-state? It's ah, a New England state. New England, but, I would but say. what's the tri-state area?
2: Well, technically, I mean, it, it, they're there no, be- not
1: mutually exclusive. I mean, it, well, tell Steve that. Uh,
2: but I understand what his point is. Like, there's a layers like the Mid Atlantic. There's a tri-state area. There's a quality that may be different in the south. The the, the the southwestern portion of Connecticut, northeastern maybe New England, and southwestern
1: is more tri-state.
2: Uh, yeah, I can see the Harry was trying to split. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyhow he says i hope the listeners enjoyed it as, as much as i did especially bill's godzilla rant which <laughs> mirrored my own disappointments with the film to address mr krueger growing up a mile away from the geographic center of connecticut i find the state was divided pretty evenly as you went north it went red Sox, uh patriots bruins as you headed south it's
2: like i prescient. i didn't even know this it, it was all was
1: yankees go. giants rangers my household was an even split between yankees red Sox. as far as tri-state new england i'm uh, I say a little from column A, a little from column B. Couldn't really care either way.
3: God, that's
2: amazing! I mean, I nailed it. I nailed it. I fucking nailed it.
3: I just heard sports start to happen, and I am I am not here. <laughs> yeah. What, no, what is he talking about? But, but he also <laughs>
1: mentioned that the, there was the threat that uh, the Patriots <laughs> would move to Connecticut, but uh, in the late '90s, but didn't happen.
2: That's never going to happen. There's too much money in their hills. For that yeah, world.
1: I mean, it's amazing how much sports. Like, how much money they generate? Like, not really. I guess not really. But well, considering that Donald Sterling paid what, like, a couple hundred million for the Clippers when he first bought it, and just sold it for two
2: billion. Yeah, I don't know if it's just sold, but the offer is. Yeah. 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 Well, I think they figure it's like these franchises are only going to go up, not down. That's true. And the Clippers, if any, there's any undervalued friend. I mean, like a second LA franchise with you know. I, I, I yeah, the Clippers are not
3: even that like you know impressive, are they? I, no, mean, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sorry, well, no, no, I don't mean, I'm sorry, Clippers. I appreciate no, you're what right. you
2: do. It's always like the 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 the, the underdog squad. In yeah, the city. like somebody and they're going for two billion. Yeah, because I mean, like you're gonna own it forever. It's the NBA is not going anywhere. It's only gonna get more valuable as time goes on. Could you and imagine what undervalued right now.
3: Like, what's a team like? Like, like, oh god, I'm gonna hold on, guys. I'm gonna, oh, I'm oh, gonna hold on. Oh, it's gonna happen. Oh, it's I'm gonna so mention exciting. a sports team if I can. I think I'm gonna think of a sports team.
1: The Honey Bears. The
3: um, <laughs> the Bulls. The
1: pan, pansies. Are they still
3: around? Are the Bulls the Chicago, the Chicago pansies. Bulls? Bulls? Bulls. How much would they be worth?
2: It's uh, hard to say because there are some people saying that he overpaid, but the guy, the, it's this uh, Peter – what's his last name? He works at uh, 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 P- the – Peter Balmer. Peter Balmer. Peter Balmer. Peter Cabaldi <laughs> has bought – just this, just him. Peter Cabaldi Doctor has purchased the The Clippers. The Clippers. <laughs> Steve Ballmer And he's got so much money There's also like He's just wanted to own a team For a while So I think and he's he, out I at, he
1: overbid And he's things. out at uh, Microsoft That's so, right So I think he's just to do.
2: like I'm going to get this No matter what I'm going to pay Way over top dollar And there it is
1: uh, wow. So this next email Is from um, Garrett Hall Who's a first time emailer We really appreciate that Thanks Garrett Thank Boy you are you lucky That I'm here on your first time Yes yeah. And he says Good morning Smurps Good morning Since retiring it's from the It's me <laughs>
0: It's me me. Uh,
1: Since retiring from the Air Force last year Thank you for your service And uh, you guys have become my favorite listening At my new job as I cultivate A wonderful case of carpal tunnel uh, Entering invoices My favorite days are when the fantastic four Of Marty, Bill, Kruger and Emily Fuck off Uh, 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 What's his name? Founder of the Uh, show
2: Dan Etheridge Uh, Founder of the show, Rock of Gibraltar, Dan Etheridge.
1: Rock of Gibraltar implies permanence. I am permanently the founder of the show. (laughs) (laughs) That can never be taken away. Co founder. Uh, I remember Steve. All right, we'll move past that.
2: What? Co founder. (laughs) Permanent
1: first of the two co founders. (laughs) Only alphabetically. Uh, I remember Steve once talking about Sean Penn going full retard, which of course Ugh. makes me think of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since you're all admittedly fame adjacent, I was wondering how close to home that movie hits each of you. Tropic Thunder. Have you ever worked with any of the actor or producer types they p- depict? Thanks for the free funny. Garrett Hall in Abilene, Texas. At Garrett Hall, 1970. Thanks, Garrett. Um, that's a great email. But yeah. by the way, um, yeah, thank you, Garrett. Like, have you worked with any of the, the sort of uh, the cliches that are portray- portrayed in? Uh, well, my first job under. as an intern in
2: 1991. Was it a company called Indie Prod, which was sort of a version? 1990. Uh, uh, no, I think it was actually 91 because it was, it was summer after my first year. At uh, graduate school. Oh, oh, that's right. I forget you went to yeah. graduate school. Um, so it was at Indieprod, which was a uh, subdivision of Carole Co., which was a big spending company that did the, the Terminator franchise and some other big budget action movies at the time. And it was headed by Dan Melnick, who was a legendary uh, a producer who produced some great well, movies. the, the legendary network. Dan Melnick. Yeah, no, I mean, he, like he was very he was extremely, but in, he, he was in his waning days there at Indieprod, and he was. He was of a personality. I mean, he was not Len Grossman in Tropic Thunder. That is right. one version of an exaggeration, but he was uh, he was that sort of big and and often ogreish personality. Oh, really? Along, the, along those lines, but
1: uh, did he, when you were there? Uh, what did he produce? Well, th- uh, we didn't. I don't.
2: Boy, we may – oh L.A. Story, the Steve Martin movie. He was in his. Waning days, so right. it was not like, and there were a couple of the movies. Um, the biggest mistake that I made uh, is one day he he had a, he had a, an excellent art collection. Some of that art was hung in the office, and at one time at lunch, uh, I was sitting at my desk. Everybody else was gone. I was eating uh, my lunch, and he was just started wandering around. He never came down to our end, and he's wandering around, and he's he's looking at his paintings, and he points to one of his paintings, and he goes, "What's this about?" And I, And I was like panicked, oh my God, like i 've never even spoken to Dan Mel like even turned his company now he 's just asking me Your opinion on art remembers so I looked at it and I said um well i I yeah, I think it's a, a depiction of man 's inhumanity to man." <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, because Manson, that's
3: what it hold on, like. did you it actually did
2: look? Say, like, I will say, it wasn't like it was a landscape. Man's
3: inhumanity to man. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I said, it's, that works.
2: well, you're going to enjoy this. I said, so I think it's a depiction of man's inhumanity to man. And he looked at me and he just started getting furious and he goes, no, you stupid asshole. What's it about? How long is it? And he was holding his hands up like, I guess he wanted a measurement so he could see if he wanted to hang it somewhere else. So his version of saying, how long is the painting? <laughs> Is what's it about And my answer was It's a depiction of man's Inhumanity <laughs> to man
0: <laughs> He should
3: have said That's very pretentious thing, Dan
2: <laughs> <laughs> He was so angry he was, How long is it What's it about What's it about so, I thought I was so fired
0: so that's I, brilliant.
2: I did, I did measure the painting, that's, and I was not fired. That's um, the only other time I encountered Dan Melnick is, again, It's I should have never never stayed in at lunch. Yeah. I'm sitting at lunch. You know, I'm very poor at this time. I don't even know if I'm working for any money intern. And so I had, like, uh, I think it was a Trader Joe's 99-cent burrito for lunch. And it was there. He comes down. He sees me eating the burrito at lunch, doesn't say anything, thank God, um, and leaves. Like, one minute later, I hear the click-clack heels of his, his assistant's. <laughs> Coming down the hall, and he goes. She goes. Stop. Because I'm just about. And and he goes. He, he wants your burrito. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, what do, you, "What do you mean?" He's like, he said it, 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 it looks really good. He doesn't want the food we brought in for him. He would. He wants your burrito. And she came over and she took my burrito. <laughs>
0: Holy shit! And you snacked on <laughs> it.
2: That's it. No, I hadn't. I hadn't. I was just about to go into it. She was like,
0: "Stop!"
1: I love that. Oh he couldn't just say, you gonna eat that."
2: Yeah, I know. Like, hey, <laughs> he didn't do it. He went back and told
1: his assistant go get that kid's burrito. That and was. did you at least get his food? Nope. That's
2: the definition
3: that of villainy. Is it not? Yeah. Like, to steal yeah. an so, un, unpaid yeah. intern's it's burrito? Just, it's like... It
1: was it's like uh, a was Mr. A Mr. Melnick would like to shit on your head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, no. He would like to shit on your head. Well, I, I, so that was uh, uh, Tropic Thunder.
2: I've, I've done. Yeah. Uh, you know, I worked for wow. another woman whose name I won't mention. Marty knows I survived her. So I've worked for some tough characters, uh, and they all were their own version of nuts. So while Len Grossman is not a true uh, story, uh, there's a, there's a lot more truth in the satire than.
3: But now you're in that position. So um, so now there are interns going, this guy, God, just breaks you know what, out I'll into musical honest, theater all the time. I answer this question honestly because
2: <laughs> yeah. I have... When, a, I'm not a, I'm not a bad boss. I'm not a tyrant. Right. I'm none of these things. I'm none of these things. On occasion, I have noticed that I will get a little frustrated. If, like, this time, I'm admitting that this is not like a, a happy trait. Like Occasionally, it will be like... like I'm like, wait a second. I worked 20 years to sit in this chair like mm-hmm. D- don't don't just sit in that chair without asking me or something right. something that like it's not bad i'm not being an ogre i just don't like it when i feel that thought bubble inside my own head that is, that I realize is almost like, do you that, know who like, I am? What was visit- no, like- no, it was more like what was visited on me, I might now, oh, right, in right, right, theory, right. have visited oh. on others, except yeah. that I don't, but it's in my head. Okay, and so, so be a has little- there
1: been any sort of producer thing where you felt a little guilty about, like, pulling, like, making some intern give up his burrito to you?
2: No, there's never been anything like that. I mean, I will say that. But there has been, like, you know, you know, one, like, you know, you would have an assistant on a pilot and, you know, occasionally you get to a point where, like, at some point, I was just feeling lazy and, like, you know, I'm the kind of guy who like can get my own hot tea at right. craft service, and then, but then, if I was feeling lazy, have them go get it for mm-hmm. me, and then and then spend time dwelling on like, was that a necessary time to get that person to go get tea, or did I just do it because I could? Ha- I yeah. could yeah. have yeah. somebody go get my yeah, tea. Just but, remind them
1: of their place.
2: But these are these are little things. So these are paper cut issues. I have not done anything, and not that I'm aware of. In
1: I mean, I worked for a commercial producer. Uh, Rest in peace, Mr. Marmont. A commercial producer who I just hated, and he was just like acted coked out the whole time, just like this really bad tan, and then you know would hold parties at the Chateau Marmont, and I, I think I've told talked about him before. Um, and he would uh, he called me Walter. Um, <laughs> he thought my name was Walter, and the oh, only, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like my saving grace was like, you know what? I'm not going to correct him. That's like that's my that's my only delicious. Thing. And like, go. yeah. And there then eventually, he heard other people call me Marty, and he was just so confused. And he still never called me uh, my, by my name. But
2: <laughs> yeah, there was some uh, yeah. So I feel all right telling those stories about Dan Melnick because I mean, he passed away a long time ago, and you know they're they're true and they're and not it's, it's particularly defamatory. No, it's in actually in very way. funny. I mean, it's the, very funny. There's yeah. other stories about other folks that I could tell that I wouldn't tell on right. the air because they are literally like were against the law or oh, they, right, were, right. Th- go they were on. Like, <laughs> you know like so yeah but th- so they're th- those are in a way all those those are fun anecdotes yeah. and were and we horrifying in the time i have ones that are like
1: really beyond the pale ones that go on especially because some of these folks are still among the yeah, living and not where, dead like, I uh, but you're surprised that they're among the living <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> you so. should no longer be after these yes, stories. Yes,
2: yes. Um, you know, and I don't know if that is getting, if that's trending differently because I don't, it's like I don't know the world of agents and managers and there's mm-hmm. assistants anymore. That's where you, you know, you tra- tra- trade in all the good stories. And there are probably, I'm sure, still ogre bosses out there because they're mm-hmm. going to be anywhere. But I do think that tradition of the, the the uh, the tyrannical all powerful uh, mega producer that was typically like the Len Grossman model like I think that model is shrinking mm. and I don't like in other words th- things are so corporate now I do not say there isn't bad behavior out there there is or, or monstrous personalities but that that world where a monstrous personality could create a zone of operating no matter what they wanted to do, you know, do anything they wanted to do. I don't think you'd get away with that that much at the studios hmm. in the world. Those places are buttoned down. That happens places. in the hip hop world.
1: What's that? That happens in the hip hop world in the Justin Bieber world. You know? How would Entirely you know, Marty? <laughs> No.
2: So, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, wouldn't I'm not, know at all. I wonder if I'm the, the hip hop savvy a, person a waning, <laughs> uh, on the planet a waning uh, stereotype.
1: Still existent, but not as prevalent as, as it
2: once Alex was. Alex
1: Bruno writes in Hey, everyone. Uh, I was listening to you all talk about long distance relationships. Uh, And he says, I was in a long-distance relationship for a little over a year when I was 21, me in Brooklyn, her in Albany. We have a Brooklyn listener. Uh, I didn't drive, and we both had low-paying jobs, making it hard to see each other. We tried to see each other once a month, uh, and as was discussed, eventually there was a lot of pressure to make every second wonderful. It started to feel like work. It ended poorly, and I was crushed for years after. But uh, the time spent with her was some of uh, the best moments of my life. Taking a bus at 2 a.m. to meet halfway there just uh, because we were bored uh, sounds awful right now, but back then it felt exciting. Every little thing uh, we did was intensified, whether it was good, or, uh, the good or the bad. I agree with everything Bill said about long-distance relationship, but it helped me grow somewhat, and I think I'm better for having the experience. It wasn't meant to last. It was just uh, meant to be a, a long Because
0: it's of- the laughter he will
2: remember. Whenever he remembers
0: (laughs) The way (laughs) they
2: were Uh, Let's Let's bring it up a little Every little thing she does is magic Everything she do
1: just turns on uh,
2: Even though uh, That was a good shimmy (laughs) That was a hell of a
0: shimmy That
1: Uh, that was a good podcast shimmy right there Yeah if I hadn't gone through it, uh, that, I might not be ready for the great relationship I'm in going on two and a half years, uh, which could uh, coincidentally started out as a long distance relationship, a friendship that became a live-in relationship.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. congratulations. Yeah. Oh, that's a great story. You made story. the shift from yeah. long distance to live-in.
1: Yeah. And friend to lover. <laughs> and friend to lover. And Full says,
3: body shimmy. <laughs> friend to lover. <laughs> uh,
1: and then Alex says that uh, slash fiction is called slash fiction because the stories would be about Bill slash Marty. What? Huh? <laughs> we had a question of why it was called Slash Fiction. Uh, Keegan, who's been tweeting in and listening live, he says, Hey, Murps, just checking in on the fiasco thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's somewhere in a stack of books. Um, and we're going we're gonna to get there. Marty and Keegan having a private conversation. No, no, no. We're, <laughs> we're going to get there, I promise. But I've just, just been disorganized, and it's hard hurting these cats of co-hosts.
2: My joints hurt.
1: Emily, what is your favorite tabletop role playing game system? (laughs) The Contessa and the Chauffeur. That's your favorite role-playing game. <laughs>
0: oh. No.
3: That's, no, that's my favorite Purple Pros. He wants to
2: know, <laughs> Do you know where the contestant of the chauffeur is from?
3: That sounds like Purple Pros. It's
2: one, of the, it's one of the role-playing games that Zero Mostel plays with one of his lady
1: benefactors in the movie The Producers.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, no, he, he says role-playing game system. So he's, played, oh, he's system. played third edition, 3.5, fourth edition, Pathfinder, Spycraft, Vampire the Masquerade. What
2: the Nerd.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and have you tried D and d next yet?
3: uh yeah, I have tried D and d next. I wasn't too impressed. you know when it comes to the systems and the additions and blah blah blah, I am a nerd, but I do have my limits uh like I <laughs> what
1: the nerd
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: like it's uh nerds uh, yes. what? um what the yeah, I really I don't know, God, I don't know, that's something you know you got. well
2: that's a provocative answer, Emily. thank yeah. you very much for that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Come
2: on, at least lie
3: I like, I like Call of Cthulhu Because it's, uh, at least the way The DMs that I play with uh, The way we play it is a lot more Narrative and a lot less actual system Based, so the more the like, system gets out of the way For me, the happier I am
1: But the system is there to ensure a, a uniform experience Right but, but if you have a good DM then it, uh, Or whatever, game runner right. Then it, it, the rules are, are
2: Is this just, online?
3: No, this is a table top this is so, you mean, so you
2: still actually get together top. with some people in a, yeah. a dungeon master uh-huh. and play a, with dice? A, a kind of a, d and, a modern and day D&D d game?
3: Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, okay. A modern day D&D no, d d d game is very much like
2: D&D. Okay. D. So, <laughs> no, so you do play d and d.
3: I do. Oh, actually, right now I'm playing Pathfinder. Did I tell you guys I started so on a new Pathfinder? But I do also play D&D. D. Well, it
2: is either D&D or like, but it is so a contemporary, you are at the table rolling the dice, doing the things. What the hell is Pathfinder? now. I mean you were playing that
3: I have now. an appointment Next weekend This weekend This right. weekend I yeah. will be playing Pathfinder With dice and paper At Surrounded at a How many of you people. And there Mountain are... Mountain
1: Dew And Cheetos And um, Yeah yes.
3: Yep 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 And our mom And in the in the mom going
1: uh, The rest of the women Are 13
3: years old and
2: you Mom
0: Give loan And like by,
2: by They're like We're gonna stay up all night At my 10.30pm Their eyes are fluttering Tired <laughs> yeah can't stay up to see Carson.
0: Why do you
3: guys never... Why am I the only one who brings booze?
2: (laughs) And condoms. Hint, hint.
3: I will also say that I like fate. Fate is a very narrative system. It's a good system. Um, I just... Is
2: that P-H-A-T-E, the rapper? (laughs) What? That's P-Hate. Oh, sorry. That's P-Hate. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, Fate. Fate. It, what kind of game is that?
3: It's a, a system. It's a role-playing system. But tabletop. It's a, a tabletop role-playing system.
2: A TTRPS.
3: Yeah, but it's a. That it's. T T. Tabletop role-playing system. A TTRPS. Guy, fast.
2: You know, uh, I am Acronimo. able to acronym <laughs> faster than anybody else in the world. Uh, Behold my powers. BHP. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry,
0: BHP?
2: Behold high powers! <laughs> <laughs> Do not question acronimo. BNQA!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Lou met her fella uh, thanks to Dan Etheridge. They bonded online over Veronica Mars in 2005. Really, you're welcome.
2: <laughs> <Y-dou- laughs> Why dub Yeah. Why dub? <laughs> What up? again.:
3: up! <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, let's take a breath after that one. Woo. Yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: what the nerd? That's a good one. That, that right? almost sounded like we taped it, and I ju- we
1: just played
0: it. Yeah, a <laughs> it, was button, a it was a stinger.
1: That's going to be your ringtone when Im- Emily calls you.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Signed it to Emily.
3: Christopher Brown has pointed out you have a secondary mutation. Uh you are a catchphrase machine as well as acronimo.
2: I'm a C M <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not that did not tax Acronimo's powers. Two words. Acronimo is pretty taking easy. it easy. Acronimo <laughs> has spoken. COST A H S. That's just C. I was just C right then. The,
3: uh, <laughs> Acronymos kind of a tea break. Acronymos on a tea break.
1: Michael Binhock writes in S-I-H-B. Uh, good morning, Merps. Last sliding week- into home base. Oh, okay. thank you. <laughs> what? Last week I had a long weekend from Thursday, so I decided to give Sherlock a chance. After mm-hmm. Emily melting away every time uh, Benedict Cumberbatch was mentioned, oh. Sherlock's oh. awesome. Wow, was I hooked! I did watch Saturday. Uh, I did watch Friday and Saturday seasons one and two. This weekend, I want to go to the movies. I'm torn between X-Men and Edge of Tomorrow. I don't like Tom as a person, but I like...
3: Have you ever met him? I hear he's lovely. Yeah. Actually, I I like
1: Tom Cruise as an actor. I think... Um, What is
3: that?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: I-L-M-S-T-C.
2: I love Mr. Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Aqua Nemo has
0: spoken! (laughs) A H S. (laughs)
2: That's American horror story. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: oh, yeah.
1: this be is careful. this is Today is I'm an American horror, horror story, yeah. horror story. Yeah. in some ways. Uh, by the way, one week before my American uh, vacation, they had to remove my wisdom tooth. Uh, a do- the doctor needed to grind away some bone from my lower jaw. I wasn't put under. That's what, exactly what happened to me. Um, Yow. I wanted a Monster Burger from Red Robin. Uh, that's, I guess, an American thing. Uh, but I, unfortunately, I couldn't open my mouth wide enough for the three layers of meat, so we didn't go. You won't touch that. <laughs> WTT.
2: And that's not an initialism, Darren. It's an acronym.
1: No, an, ac- an acronym has to be pronounceable. Like. Like. Like scuba. Like shield. <laughs> like, yeah, like shield or scuba.
2: Acronym, oh, has
0: spoken. <laughs> Is that a <angel>?
2: initialismo? <laughs> acronym. <laughs> Acron- Anishaliz- Anishaliz- my new reborn name is Anishalismo! Oh,
3: he has risen from the ashes. Anishalismo risen
1: from the ashes of
3: Acronimo.
2: is
1: no more. Oh, Acronimo <laughs> is dead to me. I-N-L-I-A-
2: A-I-N-L. You are my squire, Marty.
1: <laughs> Mumblo!
2: I-A-M-M-S. <laughs> you are my Marty squire.
1: Yeah. Um. <laughs> And he bikes to work two to three times a week. Uh, but, Michael, you live in Europe. You live in Germany. You can do that. He was made for that. Yeah. That, like, you, you guys are... Cool
3: Come visit L.A. See what craziness we have to deal
1: Yeah, like. they have bike lanes that are just the road.
3: They have bike lanes that are basically where people park their cars. Yeah, and,
2: like, the bike lanes here are disastrously placed unsafe. on roads. Yeah, yeah, really unsafe. Yeah. Really unsafe. And nobody thinks to look for a bike, even <laughs> though there's a lane that shouldn't be there.
3: Because nobody rides their bikes, because it's dangerous. And, uh, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Oh, except for Bill. Bill rides his Bill
1: bike. Bill rides his bike, but also he rides recklessly. Um, yeah, he does. So and then uh, Yako sent a... I'm uh, not Yako. Um, was it Yako? Oh, sorry. Uh, Leo, sorry. Uh, he sent in a, a sketch that he wants us to read, but because it's Bill-based, we should wait for Bill. Yeah, he yeah, should wait yeah, for yeah, Bill. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And uh, this next one's from Amy Elizabeth. Hello, all. Uh, wish, Hi, Amy Elizabeth. Wish I was it's listening morning. live, but I am up to my neck in RoboCop fixtures to build on new release day. Um, m- m- me not no. sure words make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's talking about a promotional stand-up that for the, the video release of uh, RoboCop.
3: Oh, oh that B-R-O-R. movie was a tankaroo.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, she has to build these things. Don't shit on
3: it. No, I'm, I'm just trying to save her some time.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't bother, Amy Elizabeth.
3: <laughs> Amy Elizabeth.
1: Uh, just you a like quick, tr- so quick question. My boyfriend and I are heading to Denver, yes, yeah, state of Denver, on Monday with his family. We will all have one night by ourselves, and I'm looking for ideas with, with, uh, on what to do that night. We have, we'll have a rental car. If there's a nice restaurant or, co- or cool bar or barcade, please let me know. Sorry we couldn't meet up in March because they came to see um, to, to L.A. So
2: they've won a restaurant in L.A..
1: What was the question? They're going to Denver. They're going to Denver, yeah. the state of Denver. They need a restaurant in Denver. They want a, a recommendation of what to do at night in Denver. In Denver?
2: Oh, this is for Bill.
3: No, no. This is. I'm from Colorado. Yo, yeah, you are. Yeah. Where's the Bill's
1: hell's going from. on?
3: Bill's from Cleveland. Uh, yeah, Cleveland.
1: <laughs> Fuck Cleveland. Um, yeah, so this is for you, Emily.
3: You know what? When I was in Colorado, I was. I, I didn't. Uh, dr- I never. I didn't drink until I was 25.
1: Huh? Is that because of the law?
3: Uh, no, that was because when I was 15, I went to a college party and drank way too much. Woo! And in the subsequent 10 years, I became ill if I ever was near alcohol. Um, and then not no more. Yeah. And then I moved away after I didn't start drinking until I was in Albuquerque. And incidentally, mm-hmm. the reason I'm bringing this all up to tell true is, uh, I, uh, I, I never really got into the light, the nightlife cause I didn't want my friends to pressure me to drink. So I don't. I don't really know. There's a, a Denver Center Theater Complex uh, that's, that's...
1: Denver, yeah. Uh, nobody's getting that reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> what reference? The state of Denver. Um, and, you know, Doug, so, go on.
3: Um, and that's about all I got for you.
1: So, you have no recommendations? Denver,
3: Denver. Da- oh, you know what you could do? Oh, guys, you could go to Casa Bonita. Have you guys ever seen the the South Park episode about Casa Bonita? No. Go to Casa Bonita. It's ridiculous. It's sort of like... Um, it's sort of like uh uh, uh what is that a uh, pirate adventure or or what's the the medieval one where you go
1: Oh, uh, med- uh, medieval times. Medieval times, yeah. Hey. You know the medieval one uh, where do you, well, you go the, sometimes in the time of yeah. that medieval time. <laughs> the
3: medieval time. What is Wh- that what's called? It called? <sighs>
0: uh,
3: <sighs> um yeah, but it's it's sort of like um, like there's cliff jumpers and everything. Like, look up the South Park Casablanca episode, and you will be you'll d- just die to go to Casablanca <laughs> because it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Nice, And childlike, and ridiculous.
1: You're Child-ish. welcome, Emily. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome, Amy Elizabeth. Yeah. Um. Okay. This next one, last one, is from Jonah, who writes, "In A great episode today. Glad Dan is back. Um, what's your worst scar? What's the story behind it? <laughs> um, okay." My heart was broken in senior year of high school. It still has never fully healed.
3: I was going to say that thing on your face. (laughs) It was probably your worst scar. (laughs) Fuck you both. It's not
2: that that bad, but it is. It does. It's concerning.
0: It's just hanging out there.
2: But you said it was
1: a split lip, right?
0: It's not like
2: a
1: cold sore. No, it's just a champ lip that has taken a while to heal because it's so dry. I know, and and it keeps like reopening and... And I, keep, and I keep um, I shoving thing. salt in there for some reason. Just, <laughs> I, Do you remember that? That old saying, salt in the wound? Yeah, don't put salt in your eye. Don't put salt in your eye. Put salt in your eye. Put salt in your eye. Kids in, yep. in the hall. Anybody? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah sure. Um, here, I'm going to show you guys. What are you doing? What's oh, happening? Oh, great. my
0: God. Mary, oh, God. Hang God hang he's out. revived.
2: Oh, Wait, what's Go.
3: that? The appendix. Yeah? Uh, that's your scar?
1: That's my scar. That's my worst scar. When I was five years old, I had an infection. I've never seen that, and I've seen all of you. Why not see, see all of, of you? I
2: guess I wasn't looking at the scar. <laughs> That's
1: really <laughs> cr- So I, in my abdomen, I had this scar there. I guess I was distracted. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had this.
0: <laughs> and you're
2: like, Marty's like, no, look, look to the right. Look to the right. right the see There's
1: a scar. There's a scar there. <laughs> Um, so that's my worst scar I was five years old I had a big infection I don't know what it was uh, it was not my appendix I asked my father and he was a doctor and he's like I don't know it was an infection and I was in the hospital for a month
3: and, Ooh, yuck uh,
1: yeah and but it was your appendix right no it wasn't I don't. What was know. It? it
3: was just an infection uh, yeah why'd they just a cut you open an, for an infection
1: they did they cut me open but, and they drained it out and, oh and, uh, but I was sick for a while and Ugh. then and then they left the stitches in too long so there's this ugly scar there because my father left them in too long. Thanks, Dad. You, huh. uh, you, you guys, scars? Anybody? Emotional. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. actually. I, don't, I mean, I've got this one right up under my chin there. Yeah. Maybe.
0: The uh-huh. Yeah.
1: Is that when you were spiked um, infection? Is
3: it? Ooh.
0: Oh. Yeah. When the was thing that? Was
2: bad. Well, it was. It was the, the, the like. It was a terrible story because the. Uh, it, it, this was. It was so dumb. I, so I. Uh, Like one, as one gets older, one might have to occasionally clip a nose hair. That might occur. Sure. (laughs) So I did, and you know, once in a blue moon, they might get a tiny bit infected, but normally that passes. Well, this one was getting worse, but I kept thinking, okay, it's getting worse, but eventually I will just triumph over this, and I'm not going to worry about it. And I kind of let it go, and then suddenly on a Sunday morning, I got up, and my nose was super painful, fully purple with little red streaks (gasps) emanating from my. No, So I said uh, I called my doctor like, You need to go to the hospital right now and, and I went to the hospital They put me immediately on IV It's going to have to go IV drug It's going to have to go thing.
1: We got to get- Yeah. Go. No but they were
2: like Wait, you, This is You are So they did that I was on an IV antibiotics For about a day there Got out That was fine And then three weeks later I nicked myself shaving on my chin And I got for the first time in my life A a staph infection with the size of a grapefruit on my on my neck. And so it, what had happened is I'd never been in a hospital it's a goiter. as a as a patient in my life. I go in because of this nose thing, and what happened is clearly I got staff when I was there and then as soon as I nicked my self shaving right. it because you can all sorts of people can be colonized with staff but not have it or not <laughs> spread. It. Like there's no way to know that or predict it. Whoa. No. So but it was, a real, it was a real bummer. Like, I never would have had that had I not gone to the hospital to treat something, which then, in fact, led me to – I'm not saying don't go to the hospital. It's just kind of a shitty thing about hospitals yeah. these days. Is that Then I nick myself shaving, and I get this – and I've got this scar on my neck.
1: So T- Tyson's asking if we're comparing scars, like, uh, is, that, is this a Jaws reference?
2: Um, it, it, it wasn't, but it, maybe that's what kind of led off. us here. By the way, I'd farewell and d- adieu to your fair Spanish, Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu, your ladies of you Spain. For we said, set- let us settle in Boston. And so,
1: never more, it's here again. Can, um, <laughs> can you explain how the, the the cage goes in the water? Shark's oh, oh. a cage,
2: people are going in a cage, shark's in the water. Farewell to you,
1: <laughs> Spanish lady. Uh, Dane right, tweeted in to say that One Up in Denver is an awesome barcade. Thank you. That's at Danger... That's Word Up. ...Juice. Danger Juice? Danger whos a? Um, Danger Juice? What's J-O-O-S-E? Yeah, I
2: guess that's true. That's hard to know. I'm going to go with Danger Juice. I'm going to go
1: with Danger Who's-ay. Danger um, Jean,
2: No, it's, it's Dutch. Danger Who's... Yeah. Oh, yeah it means weak dam <laughs> 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 it does it means a wee, a dam weak
1: dike a weak dike, yeah,
2: it means weak dike in Dutch yeah um. uh, run <laughs> don <laughs> Well, don't run! You stack some bags. It's only a weekend dam. It's not a bursting dam. That would be mega <laughs> Emily,
1: do you have any scars to talk about?
3: I think the worst scar I have is probably one that I received a couple months ago when that really big earthquake hit, and I threw myself out of bed. I told I told oh, yeah, Radio yeah. Land you about this. Nineteen ninety-four? No, not that big. Uh,
1: like six.
3: How old then? are you? I'm not. Oh, that's my alarm going off. Good. Saved by the.
1: Oh. That sounds like the old Kevin uh, oh, Smith. you have the to whist- know what
3: this is. You have to know what this is.
1: You know, it's a hamster dance. <laughs> is it going to play
2: again?
0: Yeah. What? check it out. <laughs>
1: it's a good thing Bill's not here. He would be freaking the he'd fuck be, out.
2: Be, I don't know. He I probably know is right I don't know. He's
3: probably what agitated. He doesn't that? know why. I don't know what it is. It's the whistle stop from uh, Robin, Robin
1: Hood. Hood. The Disney one.
2: Oh, oh my God!
1: Wow! Yeah. That brings back memories. Roger. Apparently, Miller. Like,
3: it didn't. Like shit in the face.
1: <laughs> is it Roger Miller? No, wait. Um, uh, uh, more
3: Roger, Roger. I'm sure. Rent. James Bond. I wrote it. Rooms to <laughs> let for
1: fifty
2: cents. Yeah, Roger Bill, Miller. Bill knows no room, is. no something. The bada I, I ain't got
0: what? no cigarettes.
2: <laughs> four hours of pushing
1: stool. <laughs> Pushing booms. <laughs> we, we, we made that No We did, we did that We did that we, Right yeah. Give me an art Yeah uh,
3: Priceless um, Priceless
1: uh, Lou says that she Has a crater In her thigh Where a creature Burrowed into <gasps> her leg Died and had to be Pulled out I, well,
3: I don't want to hear quiet. About these That was things. the movie these Alien That was not your thigh
1: Was it What's those bot flies Was it a bot fly uh, um, <sighs> uh, Just go on YouTube Look up bot fly Remover Removal um, it's awesome. Christopher Brown has a uh, bad scar on his elbow from a bike crash on a dirt road, and one in my, his palm from when he cut oh, a nerve God, with a this knife. Is
0: terrible. This <laughs> is good. And
1: <gasps> please send in all these photos of these things. Oh, Don't wow. send in any photos of those <laughs> things. <laughs> uh, Jenny Marie says, "JFC, um, you win this awful game, Lou."
3: Yeah, she does. And, and,
1: uh, but so does congratulations, Lou. Does Initialismo know what JFC means? It does. Jesus fucking Christ.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Don't
1: try to fool
3: a Elishalismo.
0: You gotta say that with an Irish <laughs> accent, though. <laughs> Jesus
3: fucking Christ. Elishalismo.
1: Elishalismo has spoken. Don't Jesus.
2: run. <speaking> no, not run. Put sandbags in. I want you to run and be megachous, but this is just a weakened dam. <speaking> it's not a broken dam. It's vegan dam. <speaking> <speaking> vegan dam. Vegan dam.
1: That's mm. the mail sack. Hey. That's, that's the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, so, by the way, I have gets, some um, some uh, kisses, kisses for everyone out there.
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw Marty's lips, you He's totally not cr- the end of that segment. Yeah,
1: like the, my damaged, gross pussy <laughs> lips. Oh, they're not pussy. Are they? oh No.
3: Oh, I thought he said hussy.
1: Hussy um, lips.
3: So that's our nickname for him
1: uh, That's my
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, online Hussy Hussy gaming Lips. handle um, yeah.
1: Hussy Lips i have I'm a, a cleric I have a. I need a, a lip healing spell
3: please <laughs> Alright
2: if I roll a 17 and a half You get one Oops I
1: rolled a 4 How do you roll a 17 and a half You one dice is a 17 The other is a half <laughs> I've had my 17 sided die And my half sided die <laughs> My
3: half sided die That's a good one
1: So, um, I am going on a family vacation for 10 days. That's fantastic, We're going to be gone for the next two Tuesdays, so we will not be airing a show. Which
2: is why I came in, Marty, because I wanted to kick off the hiatus with a real kick in the
1: butt. So, (laughs) I'm going on a cruise. I'm a little dreading it. Have you read the David Foster Wallace essay about uh, cruises? No, about cruises. I can only imagine. But I will. It's very funny.
2: Will you post that so everybody can see it because I'd like to read it? Yeah, put it on the
1: Tumblr page. Would you... um, do we have a tumblr page remember we started Something. the show yeah, I don't remember. About the that tumblr was page. that was two coffees ago tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.tumblr.com oh, that's a mouthful and oh uh, yeah i i'll post a link to it okay thank you, can't. you. um uh, but it's it's very great, great because it, he just says how, how what a miserable thing you know
2: imagine him being miserable where are you cruising to what are your uh, um,
1: stops or are you uh, just going from one place to another no. Oh, um, is it no. Caribbean or is it No, it's uh, Alaska. That's cold. Yeah, wow. But it's yeah. also, but like it's good. I'm excited good about to it. See it. That's You'll see be some fun. whales. You're going to see uh, yeah. and see the glaciers, and I don't know how for I would see what it. little time they have remaining on the Earth. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be burning a bunch of carbon to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I'm torn. belching black smoke yep.
3: cruise ship. <laughs> 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 You're on a barge. You're going <laughs> They found you it's a on a r- luxury
0: cruise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
1: so who, you know who the cruise director is, like the the Julie of the you know from the Love Boat. Uh, I, I do not. Willie Ames.
0: Oh huh? man. Huh? Oh
1: man. You know who Willie Ames? I know. Yeah. So huh? so he was he was in this TV show called Eight Is Enough. He, had, uh, he was in Charles in Charge. Okay. He played Scott Baio's best friend in Charles. He was in, in the charge. movie Zap. Uh, playing an Scott Bao's best friend. <laughs> okay. And he it was also uh, in the 90s and 2000s. He was a Bible man. And he had a whole series of videos. Bibbleman. Bibbleman. It was Bibbleman. Walter Bibbleman.
2: <laughs> which is what that guy thought your name was when you uh, yeah. worked for him.
1: Walter Bibbleman, get in here. <laughs> it's Marty. Whatever, Bibbleman. Whatever, Walter Bibbleman. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so he was a, a, an evangelical superhero. In a series of straight-to-video, much like Initialismo, (laughs) without (laughs) without the biblical, the the secular secular superhero, (laughs) Initialismo, (laughs) whose power is just sounds like an Italian
2: failed dictator. I'm Peter Capaldi, otherwise known as Initialismo. (laughs) Well, that should be AKA (laughs) AKA Initialismo, which (laughs) is an initialism, I think, because you might say AKA otherwise. So SCUBA is an acronym, a.k.a. Yes, is an initialism. Keegan, sign. I will
1: bring a fiasco and I will get the rules down and I will bring a, two, mm. two sets of 20 die or however many thousands of dice you need for that um, and figure it out. But uh, So have you guys ever been on a cruise? No. Not as such. <laughs> <laughs> How such, then? <laughs> That's for next time. <laughs> Uh, so I'm a little bit dreading it, but it'll be fun. My uh, my nieces will be there, and they they are good. I hope you will get like a stomach thing. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm scared of. I'm like, scared of yeah. boredom and stomach thing. Yeah. Well, Those, that's a bad combo. Yeah. It's just if you just get like the runs mm-hmm. for like. I, I understand what stomach thing like is. Like
2: a giardia
1: or something. No, it's it's norovirus. That's what you really yeah, have to look out for. Oof. Yeah.
3: Why How do you get norovirus? Well,
2: like it breeds on these cruise ships. Yeah,
1: like fire. You've heard about like there've been these outright oh, 700 like, people because you're are all on this
2: like
3: Right. So if anybody thing. has anything, everyone has it. Right. And
1: especially I guess, if it's sort of like food born
2: and like someone reaches for the sushi and, and, and.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but like there are these big ships with like 3000 people <laughs> on them. This is at only 600 people. Oh, well, that sounds perfectly so potentially safe. deadly. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez. Spreads like wildfire. They're eating the human. They're eating the crew. The crew is eating the guests. Ah!
2: Oh, my God. Well, that's enough on American exceptionalism. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in.
1: So uh, so just so everybody knows, programming note, there will be no Tuesdays mornings for the next Tuesday, Tuesday, And Tuesdays. I'll try to come
2: back one time uh, more this summer before I take off from
1: Vancouver. Just one yeah, you more, better. Just one time? E- we'll see. Are you going to go to Fire Island? Nope. Are you going to go to uh, Martha's Vineyard? Nope. Uh, Stand here in LA, staycation. <laughs> Yay! Uh, well, great. Then you have no excuse not to come in every Tuesday in this summer.
0: <laughs> we'll, <see. laughs>
1: well, the writers' room opens in two weeks. See, that's the problem. You're gone for two weeks in the
0: yeah, writers' but room. You're not
1: open. on. You, you get paid the same, same either way. Trailer for sailor rent. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like you were having a stroke. That you were Roger Miller having a Taylor stroke Sailor,
0: it's
1: not Brad.
2: All right, all right. Ten so, fifty eight.
1: So please, everybody, uh, thank you guys. Great emails. If you haven't emailed and you want uh, have a question or just want to say hi, let us know. Um, uh, just get us at NoonerPodcast at gmail dot com at Nooner Dan Marty. And thanks to Tyson and Darren for running the Tumblr. And thanks guys for tweeting. And it's it's. Today was an exceptional show, so great to have it, Great to be back It was an American exceptional It was an exceptional show an American, Both arrogant yeah. and unique <laughs> 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 All right, we will see you in three Tuesdays And I should say, I'm just sort of stalling for time So I can go hit this
0: time to that fuck to hit that box.
2: If that fuck.
0: Time that hit that fuck. Time that that fuck. that if that 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 fuck. that that fuck. that that fuck. that 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 Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh,
2: yeah, been a production of oh, Internet Radio.